50 seconds. It's an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. And he's got Frost on the pitch. He runs over the first man, lowers his shoulder, and bulls his way forward, dragging defenders down for about seven yards after initial contact. All lines up in the backfield. They send a man around. It's going to be a jet sweep. He takes it off the right side. Got a hole. Breaks Cuts two. So down to the 10. To the 5. Touchdown. Number 4, Jamison Goat. He's hitting the backfield. Big hit by guess who? Number 78, Carson Jennings. Frost bounces outside. He's across the third. Oh, the 20. He's gone. Down to the 5. He's in the is the Fairview Aggies Sports Network, presented by 212 Insurance Group and powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95. The regular season has come to an end. And the Fairview Aggies can look back upon their year with pride. Losing only one game, the Aggies overcame some close calls to ride a nine-win season into the playoffs. Now, it's a week-to-week struggle for survival as they take one step closer to the ultimate goal. You win, and you buy yourself another week. You lose. If you lose, you look back on the rest of it, on it for the rest of your life. The Aggie players have sold out. The Aggie fans have sold out. And this stadium is sold out. It's time to get this postseason started. It's time for Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my partner in crime, Joseph Greer. Dad, we're here at Dafford Smith Stadium. We were afraid it was going to be really cold tonight. So far, so good. Knock on wood. Well, we took our precautions. Like, we've got a hoodie and jackets and uh, hand warmers and gloves. So, I mean, we're prepared for it as right. well as you could be prepared. But, you know, it's uh, it's cool out here. It's a little bit windy at times, but it's not near as bad as it was earlier today. So, maybe it's laid down for the night. Well, we got about 24 minutes on the uh, 212 Insurance Group pregame show. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about these two games, or these two teams. We we should be seeing a barn burner of a football game tonight. You've got a nine-win Fairview team that is tough as nails going up against a very salty eight-win John Carroll Cavalier team, Dad. 
That's true. That's true. These teams are very much alike. Their record's a little bit different, but they uh, they tend to have the same tendencies that we do. They tend to have a lot of the same faults that we do. For people that don't know, they were on uh, TV 68 last week, last Friday night, and uh, we had an opportunity to look them over this past weekend just to see what they did. Now, they have a propensity just like we do to have pre-stat penalties, or they did in this one game. Uh, Scoring, I think we probably have more offense and defense than they do, but that's not to say they're not a dangerous team. They have some skilled players there, and we are going to have to be on our best P's and Q's to go ahead and pull W out in this one, Chris. Well, you know, you talk about those skilled players, Dad, and it starts at the quarterback position for John Carroll. And they got a senior by the name of Carson McFadden. And we watch this kid in warm-up throwing 55-yard bombs. He can make it happen with his legs, too. He uh, he was very, very accurate. As a matter of fact, we were kind of surprised because he, he was doing like most quarterbacks. You throw a load of warm-up. Well, he was starting at the 35-40 yard line and putting them dead on the money and just kept going, you know. And he was very, very accurate to have nice touch on the ball. Uh, most of the receivers were able to go ahead and catch it without any problems. So our defensive backs, safeties, and linebackers better be ready. I agree with you. And the linebackers are going to have to be ready for something else. That's number 25, the senior running back for the Cavaliers, kid named Mitchell Nutter. And we watched this kid basically look like Barry Sanders going into a pile. Everybody falls down except him, and he comes out and runs for a touchdown. Yeah, that last game, the one that was on TV, the very first play was that play. It was just a run ahead into the line. Everybody collapsed except for him, and he come running out the other end, took it right. the distance. So, you know, you've got him. And then also there's another one, a young man. Number zero, Aubrey Walker. Sophomore. Sophomore. But yep. he was always around the football. And if he ever goes ahead and gets his hands on it and gets a step, just go ahead and mark it down for six because it's going to be hard to catch him. Well, they're going to try and get the ball to him on some jet sweeps. Mm-hmm. They line him up in the backfield sometimes along with the senior receiver, number one, Zach Archer. You'll yeah. see both of them move around. One of the things that we noticed from watching film on this Cavalier team, they run some really unusual formations. I expect we're going to see something that nobody has seen up until this point tonight, both from the Cavaliers and from the Aggies. Well, I know when I was a kid, we'd all get together and play football in the neighborhood. I saw a play that reminded me of that. And what it was is they just had a minimum on the offensive line. They had five guys on the line. They had five guys lined up in the diamond off to the side. At wide receiver. They had two on the line, yep. two behind them in a stack, and one behind them. Yep, and they had a quarterback all along on the other side. Right. They're in the middle and nobody on the other side. And, uh, you know, that was the first play, that, the second play that they ran last week. And uh, that is so versatile. You can go ahead and you can run a sweep out of that. You can do like they did, run a bubble screen oh, with yeah. the back man in the diamond. Or you could go on ahead and uh, run a deep pass yeah. with, with one of the guys that's in the points. But 
we saw several times we saw them do that bubble screen. Yeah. Out of that, that we call it the diamond. Yeah. Uh, out of that diamond formation. And I would bet every dollar bill in my wallet that there is a play where they fake the bubble screen to go deep. Yeah. Spirit line starting to form here at Dafford Smith Stadium. We have about 19 minutes. Are you going down on the spirit line, Chris? No, I know Charlie's no. not here tonight, and usually they got to have a Greer and you know representation down. Well, there. I would, but I have to call the game, oh. so I'm going to be up here. You know, well, I'll be happy to take care of it while yeah. you're down there. You know, um, let's talk a little bit about the Cavalier points to win and the Aggie points to win. All right, um, starting with the Cavaliers, we saw them in the last game they played against Maplesville. They were very, very very aggressive in the kicking game. They were, and we watched some of their kicks in warm-ups, mm-hmm. and uh, they... I haven't seen anybody this year that I could honestly say has a shot at making a 50-yard field goal, but these guys can. Yes. They were dead-on accurate, and I mean still and carry like it through. Yeah. 10 yards left. Yeah. Still carry it through with more. Yo, I, I noticed that Last week against Maplesville, they tried several times to block punts. I expect in the game tonight for the Cavaliers to win, they're going to need to do three three things. First off, they've got to limit penalties. Yeah, They are a team much like the Aggies that will get a lot of pre-snap penalties. Yeah. So they've got to find a way to limit it. They need to make a play in the kicking game. Well, they also they also turn get... or some other play, an onside man. Yeah. They also get penalties, uh, a lot of holding and a lot of blocking the backs. They do. So, you know, it's not just pre-snap penalties for them. Well, the hardest thing they're going to have to do is they're going to have to try and establish a run. And that's going to be <laughs> very, very difficult against this Fairview Aggie defense. If they run the middle, it's going to be a long night for them, I'm afraid. Well, you know, our our defensive interior is awesome. I mean, they are. They have been all year. Yes. And it, they only get better with each passing game. Uh, they may go ahead and be able to run the the sides, especially if they run out of that diamond formation. Right. You know, if they put a wide receiver, come across the back and take a handoff, and you got five blockers out there, you might be able to run the side. But it's going to be – that's a real tricky – formation. Right. It's real tricky to defend, too, but it's real tricky to execute out of real well. Well, something that I've noticed about this this team from John Carroll, they're disciplined. They they are a very, very disciplined team. Yeah. Um, you know, they do make some penalties because they're also a young team. Yeah. Now, when you look at the size up front, I think Fairview's got the edge. I think so, too, uh, especially Fairview, with our big guys in the middle. Yeah. Between the guards, from guard to center to guard, I think we have a definite edge. Yeah. Now, we talked about what the Cavaliers need to do to win. Let's talk about what the Aggies need to do to win. And number one is the same as it was for the Cavaliers. We have got to limit penalties. We really do. We've shot ourselves in the foot over and over and over this year. And really, we're fortunate to have the record that we've got because we've turned the ball over so many times. A lot of them on penalties are set up by penalties. You know, when you're sitting there in your third and two and somebody jumps offside, you know, or lines up off the line, and all of a sudden you're third and seven, 
It's third a big name. difference. It's a big difference. Yeah. And, you know, we have hurt ourselves a lot with penalties, and we've got to be disciplined, and we've got to be paying enough attention to where that is eliminated. Uh, I know one game we had, I think last week we had 13, but actually we had 16 because we had three penalties. It was either declined or offsetting. Right. So that's too much. Well, they're about to play the National Anthem. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net.
In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Welcome back to Dafford Smith Stadium and Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my dad. And dad, the spirit line stretches out almost to the 40-yard line right now. The far side of the stadium is pretty close to full. Yeah, it's about two-thirds. That's that's saying something. I mean, it is a playoff game, but these folks are coming from Birmingham. Right. So, you know... Congratulations to them for finding us. The captains for John Carroll are out on the field right now. We still don't have captains from Fairview yet, and we haven't seen them come out of a locker room. Uh, I expect they'll kill the lights and start to play the purge music, and uh, you know, then we'll uh, we'll know they're about to come out. Oh, and by the way, you know, last week, Chris, we give a shout out to Kevin Beam from North Carolina, Hickory, North Carolina. Crazy Legs, Kevin Beam. Yep, I remember. Yeah, you remember him? Real good musician. But anyway, got word back. Uh, He enjoyed the show and listened to the entire thing. And thank you, Kevin, for tuning in. Hope you listen again. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you'll have a good time tonight. I think this will be a very close game tonight. I do, too. Um, You know, it's either going to do one or two things. And there's the lights coming on up there by the field house, the purple lights. It's going to be... It's going to be a nail biter, or it's going to be just a blowout. And I can't hardly—I hope it's a blowout our way, but I can't hardly believe that's what it'll turn into. I don't think so either. They do have a really good quarterback, and they got some good wide receivers. Yes, but we're, uh, we're going to have to contain that quarterback and not allow him to run. No, because not only does he have a good arm, he's got a good set of legs. And in warmups here, he was throwing them fifty yards dead on with a fine touch on him. There goes the lights out. The lights have now dimmed. We're getting a purple strobe light up by the field house, and you're starting to see the shadows as the players walk down to the field. And uh, this is a common thing that they do for every home game, and it's just a way to psych themselves up and psych their opponents out. I believe this was first brought on two years ago at the playoffs game, when the first playoff game went home. I believe you're right. Yeah, and uh, for every important game, we've seen it again. Yep. Well, this is an important game. you got to play like there's no tomorrow. Well, that's because there is no tomorrow. Yes. You either play and get ready to play next week, or you play and turn your gear in and relax for a little while. If you've never played football, let me try and explain to you the importance of these games. The sense of urgency you feel, especially when you're getting to be a senior. Yeah. And this is this could be it. This could be the last time you put the pads on. Yeah. There it it becomes what's the word I'm looking for? It it it's vital. It's so important to you, it consumes you and it takes so much of your mental energy thinking about this game. I, I read an article 
It was probably three or four weeks ago, and that was exactly what it was about, about a guy whose life was in football. And he was a high school player, and he wanted to play college, and nobody recruited him. And so his choice was to just hang it up or walk on somewhere. And his prospects for walking on didn't look that good either, and he was just so depressed. But what you said is right. It's all here. You know, you either do it or you don't. Well, the Fairview captains are on the field now, and they are big number 64, the hitman, Cale Foster. Number 26, the running back, Carson Jones. Number 42, linebacker Blake Rickard. And number 11, (coughs) excuse me, and we got number 11, Zane Boyle, who is also a captain out there. The captain's on the other side of the field. Uh, You've got number one, Zach Archer. You've got number 11, that's Max Playa. You've got number 25, the running back, Mitchell Nutter. And number seven, Carson McFadden, the quarterback. So, it's about time. We're so close. We're about four minutes away. And, uh, man, I cannot wait, Dad. Well, you know, this is what we've waited for the whole season, Chris. It is. To get in the playoffs. That's what your goal is. Now your goal is to win the playoffs. But you got to take it one game at a time. Right. And there's a whole bunch of other 5A teams in this state that has the same goal. So... It's kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty. Well, and tomorrow, come this time tomorrow, Dad, that number will be cut in half. Yeah, it'll be reduced by 50%. Well, we're waiting to see now the coin toss. And here it is. Fairview has won the toss and have elected to receive. So when we come back from this break... We'll get this party started, and Fairview will take the kickoff. You're listening to Friday Night Live. We'll be right back after these messages. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call. Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future.
H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. Sorry we had a bit of a technical issue there. And uh, looks like it's fixed now. We're getting ready to kick off. And John Carroll has the ball on the tee. It's on the 40-yard line. we got a slight breeze coming out of the north. It'll be right in the kicker's face, Chris, going south. Well, this guy has a cannon for a leg. And there it goes. Man, that's going deep in the end zone. Not returnable. That will be a touchback. Five yards deep. Yes, it was. Uh, we watched this kicker, Dad, in pregame busting field goals from 45. Yeah, he, that's that kicker I referred to. Yes. Now, John Carroll is going to be in their white away jerseys. Green with, trim. With a green trim and gray pants. Meanwhile, Fairview's wearing all purple with white and gold trim. And we're waiting now. Fairview is coming out of the huddle, ready in the shotgun to take the snap. He's going to hand the ball off. That's Harper going to the left. He lowers his shoulder, gets into a pile, still digging his legs. He's going to pick up about a yard and uh, gets up to about the 21. Fairview hurries to the line of scrimmage. Harper stays in, trips to the far side. They snap it. Harper takes it to the left. He has a bit of a seam, gets into the linebacking core across the 25, very close to the 30. I believe he got a first down, Chris. I think he did. Let's wait and see if they move the sticks. Uh, and we're Yeah, they're motioning first down. There we go. That's going to be enough for a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down. For the Aggies. That was a left tackle run, it looked like, Chris. It was. Both times they went to the left. Harper is going to stay in. Got two receivers to the near side. They're late getting out in coverage. Redding rolls to his right, and it's intercepted. Intercepted at the 35, to the 30, the 20, the 15, down to the 10. Finally going to be brought down at about a six-yard line and uh, trying to get a number on that young man who just made that play. That was a a pass that I think Colt Redding wishes he could get back, Dad. He rolled to his right. There was defense on the outside. They forced him in, and they forced him to throw a little quicker than he wanted to. Yeah, he did, but he threw it right to him, overthrew everybody else. Well, John Carroll now starts inside the 10-yard line. First and goal from the nine for the Cavaliers. Carson McFadden, the senior quarterback, is going to be joined in the backfield by Mitchell Nutter. No, check that. It's a diamond formation. Now they're going to run towards it, and we got flags. They lined up five guys to the near side. The quarterback took the snap and started to run, but there was movement on the O-line. That's the first penalty of the night, and it goes against the Cavaliers. You know, both of these teams... Both these teams have got to avoid those pre-snap penalties. Yes, sir. Those I are agree with you, Chris. Killers. Now we've got nobody in the backfield. All right, Nutter drops. Archer drops back now. He is beside McFadden. Trips to the far side, looking down to the sideline for a play. Play clock down to ten. He takes a snap. Quick pitch out to the right. It's caught. He goes back inside, and he gets blasted. 
Guess who? Number 42. Man, he got there in a hurry. That was Blake Rickard coming up from his linebacker position. And that's going to be maybe a loss of a half yard. Yeah, it looks like it. Going to bring up, uh, what, 7 and 14? Well, second goal from about the 14. Okay, that's what it is. And McFadden is in the shotgun. We have three receivers to the near side. One to the power. Nutter is beside him. He is a dangerous running back. There's a snap. It's low. He's going to hand it off to Nutter, going to the left side. Nowhere to go. He's buried under a sea of purple jerseys, and he paid the price for that run. One of the things that we talked about before this game, Dad, is they're going to have to try and run into this defense. They have an excellent running back. But I think up front we have an edge. Well, we definitely got the got the beef and got the experience. That was Pineda on the tackle, number 65. And we have five receivers to the near side. McFadden shotgun. Now he goes out. They're going to run a wildcat with Nutter. The quarterback is lined up split to the right. And they're going to throw it his way. Nutter throws a fade. And he goes up. Waiting on a single. I think he's out the back of the end zone, and it is going to be incomplete. All right. Man, that was close, y'all. He caught that ball, but he had, he was about a step past the back line. And we do have a flag down on the on the play. Let's wait and see. Here's the signal. Ineligible an downfield. Ineligible man downfield. So the question is now, do you accept the penalty or not? And uh, they are. That's going to back them up even further. So, right. No, no, it's not a loss of down. Repeat, yeah. So it's going to be third down now and about, ooh, we'll call it 18 or so. Uh, cannot get a first down. They have got to get a touchdown. And we've got a personnel issue for the Cavaliers. They're looking to the sideline, and uh, they're missing some people. So the officials are conferring now at the moment. They never did start the uh, clock. No, they didn't. Apparently, uh, apparently, Fairview said we want to decline that penalty. So the ineligible man downfield is going to be declined, which is pretty smart, Dad, because that makes it four yeah. and goal from about the 14-yard line. And out comes the kicking team. For John Carroll. And kid has got a cannon for a leg, He too. certainly does. It's ball's going to be teed up at about the 19. It'll be a 29-yarder easily in his range. There's the kick. It is up. He has another 20 yards on that, and it is good. That kick will provide a lead for the John Carroll Cavaliers. And if you're looking for an insurance company that will handle all your insurance needs, Give Kalia at 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance has over 10 years of experience and is the official insurance group of the Fairview Aggies. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? 
matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person over the phone at 256-255-2000 or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Friday Night Live here at Dafford Smith Stadium. And John Carroll just kicked the ball off again. And, uh, man, if he gets much more on that, Dad, he's going to kick it through the uprights. That's touchback number two. Yeah, he got most of that. It was about, I guess, six, seven yards deep past goal line. Well, we'd like to take a quick moment and... uh, just to remind everybody, you're listening to Live 95.5 WRJMLP Coleman. They hand the ball off to Harper. He goes on the right side. He's got a seam. Fumble. It's out of his hands. It's out of his hands. We're waiting to see a spot. And John Carroll recovers. John Carroll recovers at about the 25-yard line. Wow. We've had three plays on offense and had two turnovers. The defense is going to need to step up and make a play right here, Dad. Yeah, they are. John Carroll's going to have the ball starting at about the 28. So with 9.18 left in the first quarter, the score 3-0. John Carroll leads. Cowbells are out. Quarterback takes a snap, rolls to his right, looks downfield, has a man. It's caught at about the 15. He shakes one guy, gets down to about the 12. Let's see where they spot it. He gets past the 10. They're going to say he's down to about about the 7-yard line. Tackled by Jay Stevens. That was Aubrey Walker on the, on the pitch and catch. And enough for Josh Phillips. Impact mortgage. First down for the Cavaliers. It's going to be first and goal now from about the seven. McFadden in the shotgun. He's got Nutter, the senior, lined up right beside him. Short yardage formation, two tight ends. He looks over the defense, takes a snap. Hands off. Hands off to the left side. Tries to get to the edge and nowhere to go. Nowhere to go and nowhere to hide because number 50, Eric Gonzalez, was waiting on him. Big time play by the defensive end there, Dad. Yeah, he was trying to run that left side. It looked like it was open momentarily, but Gonzalez stepped up there and put the roadblock on him. He had to turn it back in, and by then the pursuit caught up on him. Well, this is several times we've seen them try to get to the edge, and they haven't been able to get it yet. McFadden in his shotgun, Nutter beside him. He takes the snap. He's going to roll to his right. He's got a man out in the flat. It's complete. Down to the five, down to the two. Touchdown, Cavaliers. Pitch and catch, Carson McFadden to Zach Archer, the senior, and they score the first touchdown. So with eight minutes left in the first, John Carroll goes up nine to nothing. And now we're going to see if they're, it doesn't look like they're going for the extra point. Well, they well, may shift into Yeah, it. this is a shift formation. And uh, I wish, uh, 
you've got a quarterback in the center in the middle of the field and everybody spread out to the other two sides. Yeah, three on one side and five on the other. So let's see if the, and they snap it and they run up the middle. That was a silent snap. The quarterback tried to go for two and it is no good. Good defense by the Aggies to step up and hold them. With eight minutes left in the first quarter, the score is nine to nothing. Man, that was quick, Dad. That was. That was a good play. It really, it was different. Well, you know, we watched on film, we watched that extra point formation, and we saw them do that, and I made the comment, I don't think I've ever seen that that play work. No. Well, it still hasn't worked. So now John Carroll lines up to kick the ball in the end zone again on the kickoff. Uh, we've had two touchbacks in a row from this kicker, Dad, and honestly, I would be amazed if we don't have number three right here. Yeah. He's got a very strong leg. That's the one I was telling you about. It looked like he could kick a 50-yard field goal. He does. From what he looked like in warm-ups. Watch him go ahead and surprise us and do a little pop-up short or onside kick. You know, honestly, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting uh, yeah, I'm to see them do an onside, or I'm expecting to see them try and block a punt. But we keep turning the ball over so we don't get the punt. Kick is deep, fielded at the goal line, and they're going to call a touchback. Goble uh, had a foot in the end zone. He tried to run it out, but they're saying, nope, that's a touchback, young man. So now the offense comes onto the field for the Aggies. Going to be going from left to right. Aggies in their home purple jerseys. Not had a lot of luck so far tonight in the first quarter, Dad. We've had three plays. Three plays and two turnovers. Yeah. Two receivers to the near side. Colt Redding takes a snap. He hands it off to Harper off the left side. Big hit. Spins out of it. He's up to the 25. Good hard run of about six yards for the sophomore. It's going to bring up second down and about four yards to go. So now we're getting a quick shift. A couple of new people coming in. Harper lines up beside Redding in the shotgun. Second and four. They snap it, hand it off to him on the right. Tries to get to the outside. He's hit, gets across the 30. And he's going to be a... He should have the first down, but everybody's screaming for a face mask. Uh, He did have a face mask when he took him down, but not called. It was still enough, however, for a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. Ball is spotted up on the 31-yard line, Dad. Harper's still out there. Colt Redding looks to the sideline. Now they're changing formations. Overload to the near side. The ball is spotted on the near hash, going from left to right. Now they shift. John Carroll shifts with him. Redding takes a snap, hands it off. He cuts it back to the right. Big hole across the 40. One man to beat, and he gets chopped down at about the 42-yard line. Uh, Number zero, Aubrey Walker, the sophomore wide receiver, saved a touchdown right there. For the Cavaliers. He went low, oh, put old Jones flying, did he? Well, he that, did a complete flip. That was actually Harper. Was it Harper? And yeah, he gave him a complete flip. But again, not before picking up another Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down. 
Now we're starting to see the offensive line lean on him a bit. Yeah, this this looks more like Fairview. Colt rating him a shotgun. He rolls to the right. He's hitting the backfield, fights his way back to the line of scrimmage. That's all he gets. Doesn't get anything else. While we're talking about this O-line, this offensive line for Fairview is excellent. It's number 50, Eric Gonzalez, 64, Kale Foster, 78, Jacob Mayo, 52, Miles McElroy, and number 70, Andrew Latham. That's three seniors and two sophomores on that line, Dad. Yeah, they've been opening the holes all year. Colt Redding takes a snap, going to throw, has a man, completed the 48, fights his way up to the 50. He's across the 50 to the 49. Cade Yeager. That was Cade Yeager, number two, with the reception and a pickup of about eight yards. He's going to bring up third down and two. Balls across midfield now. Fairview looking to the sideline. Is this two down territory? Uh, Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Ready to give him a shotgun. Blitz coming. Hands it off. He's uh, And here comes the flags. And whistles are blown. Flags are thrown. You know the drill. Yep. Uh, both these teams have seen it a lot. We got movement start. on Fairview. Now, to those of you who might not know some of the technical terms about football, there's things called drive killers. Drive killers are turnovers, big negative plays, or penalties that put you behind the sticks. Especially that, pre-snap penalties. Yes, that was a drive killer. It's going to be third down and about six. Ready to give a shotgun. Blitz coming, and they drew him off sides. And it's going to be a penalty waiting on the signal. But the nose guard came across and hit the center. So i got to believe yep, it's on John Carroll. And there it is. So we got those five yards back, Dad. Now it's going to be third down and two. 521 left in the first quarter here at Daffert Smith. The score, nine to nothing. John Carroll leads. Third down, about a yard and a half to go. Colt rating of his shotgun. Blitz coming. Hands it off. He's going to go off the right side. Harper gets behind his blocks. Go. Still driving his legs. He's across the 45, across the 40, down to the 38, lowers his shoulder and runs over a tackler. A big pickup for the running back and another Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down. They rush to the line, snap it, hand it off to him again. Goes to the right, gets through a tackle. There's a flag. I think we're going to see a face mask. He's across the 35, down to about the 31. The flag came in from the back judge, Dad. Most of the time, that's a face mask call. It looked like about it now. Yeah, it looked like somebody face masked him on the tackle. It's going to be a good run, regardless. Face mask. And it is a face mask. And uh, that's going to move it up some more. So we'll see where they spot it. It will be enough for Josh Phillips. Impact Mortgage. First down for the Aggies. We got 4.56 left in the first quarter. And right now, John Carroll is up 9 to nothing, but Fairview is driving. The ball spotted on the 27. Got two receivers to the far side. That's Jamison Goble is one of them. Colt Redding in the shotgun. Jones beside him. He's going to hand it off to Carson Jones going to the left. Tries to get to the edge and nowhere to go. He's buried under a sea of white jerseys. It's going to be a drop 
A loss of about six on that carry, Dad. It's something we noticed from watching film on this team. They are very good at holding the edge. They are. But they were susceptible to run in the middle when we saw them. Well, and so far tonight, that's where we've gashed them. Yeah. I think we can run between the guards. I think that A-gap is going to be something you could hit all night long. Well, you know, it, time's going to tell. But uh, it's cold, it's cool. Maybe conditioning won't play a part, but young long we hit people so many times before it starts affecting them. Ready? Good pass. Right. And he is hit as he throws. But it's complete down the field to number 16, Zayden Cruz. He's down to about the 14-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about, I'd say about 14. And, first down. Uh, they're going to say it's a first down. A Josh Phillips, impact mortgage first down. i got to give some props to the quarterback. He knew he was going to take a big hit. Yeah. He stayed in and he delivered the ball. He did. He rolled out to his right, but he was running out of room, so he had to go ahead and stay in. And he threw the ball just as he got hit. It was an excellent pass. It's going to be first and ten. Inside the red zone on about the 16, Redding hands it off to Harper. Goes right up the middle. He gets into the secondary. He's going to pick up, looks like about six, maybe seven yards, waiting on the spot. We'll say six yards on that one, Dad. Yeah. It's going to bring up second down and four. And we just talked about that going running between the guards. That was running to the A gap. Yeah. Just to the left of center. He stays in the game. He lines up behind Redding. Two receivers to the near side. They hand it to him on the right side. Big hole. He's across the five. And uh, down to the four where he's going to be tackled. Let's see. It's going to be very close. And it will. It'll move the sticks. And that is a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. First and goal for the purple and gold. Redding takes it. He hands it off to the running back. He goes on the right side. And uh, he's in, but they were stripping the ball. We're waiting on a signal. Touchdown, Touchdown Fairview. Fairview. Did you get the number, Chris? That was Carson Jones on that touchdown, Dad. And, uh, man, they are stripping the ball. They yeah. are trying to strip the ball every single play. With 2.42 left in the first quarter, Colt Redding comes onto the field to attempt the extra point. Good run by the junior. Now we're waiting on the snap. There's the snap. Kick is up. And the kick is good. So that extra point cuts into the Cavalier lead. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia 212 Insurance Group a call. With over 10 years of experience, 212 Insurance Group is the official insurance of the Fairview Aggies. Well, the score with 242 left in the first, 9 to 7. Fairview comes onto the field, gets ready to tee it up to kick it off. Now, Colt Redding is very good at onside kicks. Yes, and that he is. short pop up kick, Dad. Well, look at the right side right here, Chris. It's actually their left side, but it's right side of Fairview. I see it. There is a big gap. A big, big gap from the first line of defenders to the back, folks. Well, it's a, you know, you're talking about it. It's about a 20-yard gap. And uh, 
that is a perfect, perfect spot to drop a football. Well, you know it's the same way on the left side, too. Well, it is. And look in the middle. There's nobody. Yeah. I mean, it's about a 40-yard That's pretty inviting open place. zone. Yeah. It, it certainly is. Well, the ball's on the tee now. Colt Redding approaches. And there's the kick. He's going to kick it deep. It's going to be fielded at the 15. Brings it up. Cuts to the left. Gets by one, gets to the edge, forced out of bounds of a 25. That was her running back, Zach Archer, on the carry. That was a good uh, good cover on that. It was. It was an excellent play. And unless I'm mistaken, Dad, uh, that was number 42, the linebacker, Blake Rickard, on that one as well. Ah, we had a talk with Mr. Rickard last week. We outside did. the field house. Huh. Oh, no, the cowbell broke. Oh, we got a cowbell emergency you know here what? right in front I of us. I blame inflation in the Biden administration. Two, 235 left in the first, and they're going to run the ball to the right. Quarterback takes a snap. He's trying to get to the edge. Gets to it, but not a whole lot there. Good uh, good defense on the outside, Dad. Picks up two. maybe three. Yeah, two or three. He got to the edge, but then... That, it just closed down on him. So Carson McFadden, the senior, lines up in the shotgun. And uh, we've got what we call the diamond formation of the near side. Five receivers to the near side. <coughs> Nobody in the backfield. Now he sends a man in motion. He's going to swing it out to him. And it's a quick bubble screen. Uh-oh. He cuts back to the right. And he picks up a block, and then it's brought down. The ball's on the ground, and we got people diving for it, waiting to see. I think they're going to say it's down, uh, caused by contact with the ground. But, Dad, that's a loss of two yards. Man, that was about 25 yards run for a loss of two. It was. It was back and forth, and he kept turning it back, running against the green. We well, were lucky that time he didn't find a hole through it. The last guy made the tackle. If he got by that guy, he's still running. Yeah. McFadden in the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. The Cavaliers looking to the sideline now. You know, that was one thing that we saw. They run a lot of weird uh, formations, Chris. They do. They take the snap. He rolls going to his deep. left. He's got a man he's open. Going deep. He's got a man complete. At the 45, gets up to about the 40, and he's going to be forced out of bounds by Colt Redding, but not before a pickup of about 30 yards. Big-time pitch and catch, caught by number six, Ryan Redmond, and a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down. You can't throw the ball better than that one, Dad. No, and we're lucky this doesn't happen sooner, to tell you the truth, because this guy was dead on him. Warm-up. He was. Well... You have a dangerous quarterback who can get it done with his legs or his arms. Got four receivers to the far side, quarterback alone. He's going to run it to his left. Gets to the edge, and he is hit at the line. Number two. Number two makes the play again. We call him all the time, Kate Yeager. Very active on offense and defense. Pick up a four, though, for the Cavaliers. Second down and six. Ball is spotted at about a 37. Running back, Nutter in the backfield next to McFadden. Three wide receivers to the far side. We're down to four seconds, three, and they're going to take the quarter. At the end of one, right now, John Carroll leads 9-7, to seven, and they're driving. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. 
A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. Welcome back to Dafford Smith Stadium and Friday Night Live. We're about to start the second quarter now, and uh, they've swapped sides of a field. John Carroll has the ball on about the 37. It's going to be second down at about six. Mark Carson McFadden, the senior quarterback, lines up in the shotgun. The senior running back, Nutter, lines up beside him. He snaps it, hands it off to Nutter, going to the right. Nowhere to go. Cuts back to the left. Picks his way forward up to about the 35-yard line. And uh, picks up about three there, Dad. It's going to bring up third down and three. They're saying he got just inside the 35-yard line. So it's a makeable third down for the Cavaliers. And let's wait and see what they dial up. McFadden in the shotgun. He's got Nutter beside him. Snaps it, hands it off to Nutter, goes to his left. He's hit on the line and brought down. That was a big-time play by Jake Harper. Man, he hit him from his defensive end position, Dad, and they lost three yards. Yep. Fourth and six. Big play for Jake. All right, they got the ball on about the 34-yard line. There's no way they're going to try a field goal from here. I don't know. No. That one guy was kneeling like yeah. he was a holder, but they're going to go for it. And they tried to freeze him, and they did. and it worked. We got penalty flags down, and I'm pretty sure it's on us. And yes, it is. Offsides, Fairview. Let's see if that is enough to pick up the first down. I don't know yet. We're waiting on the signal. I think it's still short. It's going to be fourth down and about a foot. The officials looking at it. And they're calling it. That's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Cavaliers. And we let them pick it up the easy way. Well, pre-snap. So now the quarterback, McFadden, lines up in the shotgun. He's got Nutter beside him. He's going to hand it off to him. No, he's going to roll to his right. Has a man out in the flat. Is complete at the 30. Tries to cut back and can't make the cut. He goes down and is tackled by number 21 on that play. That was Jay Stevens on the tackle and uh, picks up about three. It's going to be second down and seven now. The ball spotted on the 27-yard line. 10-18 left in the first half. The score, 9-7. John Carroll leads. 
And McFadden is in the shotgun. Low snap. Picks it up. Hands it off. Goes off the left gap. Hammered. And he gets hammered. Kale Foster lowers the boom on him after he gets one yard. At number 11 in there also, Chris. Well, he was cleaning it up. Uh, Foster put the leather to him. It's going to be third down and three. And uh, that's something you probably don't want to run up the middle. You know, knowing the 64 is waiting on you. Well, you and I speculated that that would be the case, remember? Yep, McFadden lines up, takes a snap. Hands off to Nutter to the left side. Nowhere to go. He maybe got a half a yard, maybe. They're saying he got up to about the 24 and a half. It's going to bring up fourth down and three. Big time play there by Jake Harper and Jaden Pinetta on that tackle, Dad. They, uh... (laughs) There's a couple more in there, too, but I couldn't get their numbers. Well, I it like was like it. the whole defensive front right. tackled the guy at the same time. I love it when our defense is gang tackling to the point where you can't tell who's making the plays. No, here we go. We've got a fourth down about four, Chris. Fourth and four. They froze us last time, and we jumped off sides. McFadden takes a snap. He's going to roll to his right. He has a man. Goes deep, and it is caught. Touchdown. Cavaliers, and again, number six, Ryan Redmond got behind the defense, and there is a flag down, so let's wait and see. I think we're going to have a hold on the edge. That quarterback rolled to his right, and it looked like the defensive end got held. No, it's an illegal receiver downfield. Wow, costly, costly penalty for the Cavaliers. Wipes out a big touchdown strike. Man, you do not want that. You know, one of the keys we said for both teams, Dad, was penalties. Yeah. Eliminating or minimizing the penalties. That's going to move the ball back to the 31, and it's going to bring up fourth and 10. So, it's a 47-yard field goal. The wind's starting to pick up, but it's blowing from left to right. They're going to go for it. McFadden and the shotgun, two receivers to the left. They've gotten behind our defense twice now. Well, they got behind them on two passes that we know of because they were completed. And uh, had a little confusion with where the ball was spotted. Now it's down. It's going to be fourth and eight. And McFadden lines up, Nutter beside him. There's the snap, looks downfield, throws it to the 20, complete. He's going to be forced out of bounds. Going to be close, Chris. Uh, at about the 15, he's going to have it, man. There he is. That's easily another Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Cavaliers. And last last week's 212 Insurance Group Player of the Week made the tackle on that. That was Ashton McCleskey. He had himself a heck of a game last week. It's going to be first and 10 now. Ball spotted on the 16. And, man, Cavaliers moving the ball at will. Yeah. McFadden lines up in the shotgun. Nutter beside him. Takes a snap. He's going to look downfield. Has a man on a slant. Touchdown. Number one. Touchdown to number one, Zach Archer. And there is no flags on that play. So right now, the Cavaliers have extended their lead. Man, that was a quick, 
quick pitch and catch, Dad. And now we see that extra point formation where they spread out. Now they shift back. Waiting to see if they kick it. And it looks like now they're going to line up in a kicking formation. See if it goes outside the uh, fenced area, Chris. Uh, probably very close. There's the snap. Kick is up. It did not. I think he took some off of it. Yeah, his kick, kick is still up. Good. Kick is good. That extra point provides that extra degree of protection for the Cavalier lead. And if you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Colia 212 Insurance Group a call. With over 10 years of experience, 212 Insurance Group is the official insurance of the Fairview Aggies. 8.36 left in the first half. Fairview down 16-7. to What jumped out to you on that drive, Dad? Well, it's one of the things we talked about pregame. You can't let your wide receiver get behind you. No. We have done that all year long, and we're doing it again tonight. And as a result, they're able to move the ball at will. Well, and they're they're doing their best to exploit it. Well, you know, I can understand a close coverage. You know, you're susceptible to a double move if that happens. Sure. But to give them three and four and five yards separation, we're going to have to do better than that because this kid is too accurate of a thrower. He is. And these receivers have got too good of hands. Well, John Carroll has the ball up on T. And we've had three touchbacks in a row. Let's see if we got four. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is under the goal post. Under the goal post, out the back of the end zone. He missed putting it through the goal post by about two yards. And, uh, man, that young man has got a rocket for a leg. We're at 836 left in the first half. Fairview takes over at the 20. Colt Redding is out there with Jake Harper. We got some more offensive linemen coming in. We're going to see that unbalanced formation on the O-line. I look to see them pound it here, Dad. Well, I, it would not surprise me. Yeah, you go to with got to go with your bread and butter. That's been what our bread and butter has been. Well, they take the snap. They hand it off to Harper going to the left. Tries that A-gap. Nowhere to go. He gets shut down in a hurry. Picks up two yards there. And going to bring up second down at about eight. Now, we talked before the game, and I said during the break, if I was the coach for John Carroll, I would stack the box and make you beat me with the pass. Yep. And what we're seeing right now, they are stacking the box and trying to shut down those running lanes. Two receivers to the near side. Colt rating in the shotgun. Harper in the backfield. Blitz. Blitz coming. He's going to swing it out quick and cannot connect. They brought the cornerback Blitz off the edge. Redding had to throw it a little bit quicker than he wanted to. He's going to bring up third down at about eight. And I have to say, I am surprised. I am really surprised at how well this John Carroll offense has been clicking tonight. They are. They're hitting on what they need to hit on. They're doing a really good job. Or we're doing a really bad one or a combination of both. Here's Ready, another corner. Ready takes a snap. Drops back, setting up a screen, and can't connect. He had Jamison Goble with blockers and could not get the ball to him. Just underthrown. 7.55 left in the first half. Punt unit comes on. <clears throat> now, 
Jameson Goble is our punter, and he is a good one. He can flip the field on you, but he's going to be standing on about his six-yard line. Waiting on the snap. High snap. It's going to be a low kick. Bounces at the 50. Takes a fair view bounce. There's a flag, and I believe there's going to be a roughing the kicker on that. Or running into the kicker one. It's either roughing or running. Uh, And uh, that might be enough for the first down, Dad. All depends which one it is, Chris. Right. If it's a roughing the kicker, that is a first down. Running into the kicker, probably not, but it makes it fourth and short if you take the penalty. And uh, we're waiting still on the signal. After much deliberation. Right. Now they're starting to walk it off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, it's eight. a big one, and that'll be a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. Yes, sir. First down for the Aggies. Costly, costly mental mistake, Dad. Not what you want to have your defense do. No. You know, at halftime, I'll mention it, but we're getting a gift from John Carroll so far as penalties. We certainly are. Three receivers to the near side, rating him a shotgun. Harper beside him. Going from left to right, hands it off to Harper on the left. And, man, he gets hit immediately. Nowhere to go. That's going to be no gain. He got back to the line of scrimmage, nothing else. Good defense by the Cavaliers on that one. They're saying he lost a half a yard. Second down, about 10, 10 and a half. Ball spotted on the 36, 7.22 left in the first half. Right now, the Cavaliers lead Fairview 16 to 7. Rating him a shotgun. Blitz is coming. He's going to hand it off. Trying to go to the right. Gets to the outside. He gets hit by one. Gets through him. Gets across the 40. Up to about the 44, 45. That looked either like a face mask or a horse horse collar. collar. I don't see any flag. I don't either. The Fairview players are calling for it, uh, but they're not going to get it. It's going to bring up third down and about four. I mean, it it noticeably affected him. He had momentum, was running along that uh, corner. And all of a sudden, it seemed like his feet almost come out from under him and his upper body had to turn around. Well, Harper comes off now, and number 21, Jay Stevens, comes in at running back. And you might think this is a downgrade. It's not. Redding takes a snap, and we got flags. Flags and whistles. Timeout. Oh, come on now. One of the John Carroll guys hit our running back after the play and pushes him down. Waiting on the signal. And it's going to be a timeout taken by the Aggies. We'll take one as well. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband. 
or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor, you're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. We're to Huckle to the line of scrimmage and snap it quick. Rating's got a man out in the flat. It's connected at the 45. Number 16. Rumbles up to about inside the 40 and down to the 39. Zayden Big Cruz. Big up for Cruz. And he has really become kind of a security blanket for Colt Redding, Dad. Yeah, he's only a sophomore too, Chris. He's really contributed here in the last couple games. Well, that's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. 6.03 left. In the first half, Fairview down currently 16-7, to but they are driving. Ball inside to 40, Redding in the shotgun. He's got Harper beside him, hands it off to him. He's across the 40, 35-30, carrying a man down to the 26. Big-time run by the sophomore, picking up 11, and another Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. Gets the ball down to about the 26. Got some personnel changes now coming onto the field. Colt Redding stays in. And looks like Harper is beside him. There is a stable of good running backs, and we got movement. That's going to be on the O-line. Look like our left tackle jump. And there it is. False start. False start. We've gotten some penalties tonight, Dad, but so far they haven't been killers. No, and there's only three of them. But for the other team, they have. Yeah. It's going to be first and 15. Colt Redding stands on the four, above a 37. They've had shotgun Blitz coming. Redding looks downfield, has a man. It's in and out of his hands. Good throw, just couldn't hang on to it. Tried to get it to Cruz. Incomplete. Sophomore just couldn't bring it in. Going to be second down at 15. That looks like it's just a little bit of highs right there on the sidelines. He couldn't go up and get it and come back down within the inbounds. Went off of his hands. 5-12 left in the first half. Score 16-7. Harper stays out there at running back. He has become extremely dangerous. Rating of his shotgun, twins to the far side. Hands it off to Harper off the left side. He's going to get by the line of scrimmage across the 30-yard line, down to about the 28. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage, almost. Going to bring up third down about 10 and a half. So, at this point on the field, Dad, you got to be thinking two downs. Yeah. Pick up six or seven and give yourself a makeable fourth down. Well... 
we're getting close to our field goal kicker's limit right here. We are. If we can get one more first down, we'll be in within it. Speaking of which, that field goal kicker lines up in the shotgun. Colt Redding's got Harper beside him. Three receivers to the far side going from right to left. There's a snap. Looks downfield, has a man, and is caught. Caught down at about the 20-yard line inside the 20. Cade Yeager about the 19. That was Cade Yeager, number two on the pitch and catch. And what did I just say? Give yourself a makeable fourth down. Yeah. Fourth and two now. Inside the red zone, and we got whistles. Timeout. 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 Coach Redding saw something he didn't like. We're going to take a timeout as well. With 4.02 left, right now, John Carroll leads 16-7. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic. Fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey folks, Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? If you mention you heard Adam Aker on the radio, he'll get you $250 off your next auto purchase. Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. It's fourth and two. Fairview lines up. It's a direct snap to Harper. He goes on the right side. I believe uh, he may have it. It's going to be close. It's going to be dependent on is it a left foot spot or a right foot spot. He needed two and a half. He definitely got two. Oh, Harper's kind of limping coming off field. Chris. He is. Uh, He's on, under his own power. First down. And it's a first down for the Aggies. So Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the purple and gold. Ball will be spotted on about the 16-yard line. And Jay Stevens is in at running back now. Replacing Harper. Usually that would be Carson Jones. I know. I was wondering about that. Carson Jones already has one score. He does. I haven't seen him, you know, hobbling. Redding in the shotgun. Takes a snap, high snap. He's going to run it himself to the right. Couldn't quite get it down for a handoff. Did the best he could with it, and that was picking up one yard. You know, it all starts with that center snap. And something I've noticed from John Carroll, about three out of four of their snaps are low. Yeah, so there's they, a chance they we could get a turnover on that. Yeah. If we get one, it'll start bouncing back here. We got a good shot at it. Second down and nine. Redding takes a snap, rolls to his left, looks downfield, 
And it's in and out of the hands of Cruz. Ooh, he went up high, knew he was going to take a hit. He just couldn't hang on. It's going to bring up third down and nine. Now, with where this ball is spotted on about the 15, that would that would be at the limits of Colt Redding's range. 32. Didn't he make a 34 this year? I believe you are correct. We got 308 left in the first. Right now, John Carroll leads 16 to 7. Third down and nine for the Aggies. Ball spotted on the 16. Blitz. Redding takes the snap, rolls to his left, looks, throws. Wide open. Wide open. It's caught at the five. Touchdown, Aggies. Big time catch by number six, Gannon Black. Colt Redding tried to roll to his left, Dad, and had to turn back to his right. Black kind of just drifted out in the flats, and nobody went with him. Big-time play by the Aggies. Three three minutes left. The score is 16-13. Colt Redding lines up for the extra point. Snap is there. Kick is up, and it's good. And that extra point cuts into the John Carroll lead. If you're looking for the extra degree of service for all your insurance needs, give Kalia at 212 Insurance Group a call. 212 Insurance Group has over 10 years of experience and is the official insurance group of the Fairview Aggies. We thought it would be a barn burner, Dad. It certainly is turning into it. Well, we, we thought it would be close, too, and it is that. Big, big, big drive right there. Had a couple of uh, penalties that helped us. And uh, we'll take all the help we can get. So, again, John Carroll lines up to receive. And we see this huge open space in the middle of the field uh, in their return formation. Their front line is lined up on about the 48-yard line. And the the next line is on the 20. So that's 28 yards. There's a big old gap there. There he is. Rating approaches the ball, and it's a short pop-up kick. Hits up the 20. Fielded, he takes it to the left. And he's going to be brought down at about the 26-yard line. Aubrey Walker, number zero, on the return. Very dangerous wide receiver. He's a sophomore with a lot of speed. Gets up to about the 28-and-a-half-yard line. Number eight there lifted him up, too. Did he? Yeah, he good. lifted him up, tapped him on the helmet. Well, we've seen some pretty good sportsmanship so far in this game. Hopefully, Dan, that continues. Yeah. When we watch films of them, we notice that. We do. They are about like us in that respect as well. Carson McFadden, the senior, lines up in the shotgun. Nutter beside him, sends a man in motion. He looks, looks deep. He's going deep. Has a man. And it is defended. Wow, we got lucky right there. It was underthrown. It our cold defender, uh, right in the back of the helmet. Yeah, it allowed our uh, defense to catch up and make a play. So incomplete. It's going to be second and ten. We dodged a bullet there, folks. Yes, sir. That ball was in the air about 35, 38 yards, it looked like. You know, this guy has an arm. Yeah. And apparently they have seen something that they're going to try and take advantage of. Yeah. McFadden 
Stays in in the shotgun. We got three receivers to the near side. Nutter lines up beside him at running back. There's a snap, hands it off to Nutter, goes off the left side. He's going to bull his way forward up to about the 35. Across to the 36. It's going to be a pickup of about six yards on second down. It brings up third and four. 2.28 left in the half. In the hurry up now. Gonzalez on the tackle for the Aggies. McFadden takes it. He's going to run it to the left. He's got a man out and it's complete. Caught it to 40. Fumble. It's by one and the ball's on the ground. I think we've got it. It's at about the 50-yard line. The Aggies are jumping around, waiting on a signal. And there. Come on, give me the signal, Stripes. There yes. it is. Fumble. Aggies recover. So with 2.08 left in the first half, the Aggies recover on about the 47-yard line. And now momentum is starting to shift. Redding stays in at quarterback. He's got Harper beside him. You know, could you see who recovered that? I could not, Dad. Shotgun snap. He hands it off. Harper takes it off a right guard. Nowhere to go. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It's good to see Jake Harper back in there. He gobbled off a minute ago. Yeah, that, that had me worried for a second. We're down to a minute 50 left. Clock still going. Fairview down by two, score 16 to 14. Second down and nine. Rating him a shotgun. Blitz is coming. They have been blitzing a lot. He rolls to his left. Has a man at the 45, and it's going to be caught. Number 16, Zayden Cruz on the catch. He's going to get it up to about the 45-yard line. Cross midfield. It brings up third down at about three. Minute 20. Minute 20. Oh, they're, we're huddling up They're now. taking their time. The Aggies have one timeout remaining, and we're down to under a minute. 12 on the game clock, or on the play clock, excuse me. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're fixing to No, they hustle to the line of scrimmage, and then we got a timeout. Well, the Aggies take a timeout. We're going to do the same. We'll be right back after these messages. Fairview is down 16-14 to 14 on Friday Night Live. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account or visit www.colemansavingsbank.com. For more information, Coleman Savings Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama, because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
Welcome back to Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my partner in crime. Third down and three. They take it and hand it off to Harper. Goes off the left side. Gets a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. They rush back to the line of scrimmage. There is a snap. Quick swing pass out to the left to Cruz. It's complete at about the 35. He gets forward to about the 33. Then it's forced out of bounds. Pick up of seven on first down. 39 seconds left, Chris. 39 seconds, and it's going to bring up second down and three. Aggies have no timeouts. No, they do not. They've used all three of them this half. Do we take a deep shot? Reading yes. in the shotgun. Blitz coming. Hands it off. Harper gets across the 30. Steps out of bounds wisely at about the 23. Another first down. That'll be another Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down. For the Aggies, 33 seconds left in the first half. Right now, John Carroll leads 16 to 14. Aggies, however, are driving almost in the red zone. Redding has three receivers to the near side. Swing pass out to Cruz and he can't hang on to it. Should have been a pass interference. A defender hitting before the ball got there, Dad. Yeah, I did. 30 seconds now, Chris. From where that ball is spotted right now, it would be about a 37-yard field goal. Into the wind if the wind picks back up again. Right now, the wind's pretty much dead. Yeah. Uh, the Aggies are in the huddle. Waiting on the play call. Play, play clock down to 10. Our clock management's not been very impressive. Well, Colt Redding in the shotgun takes it and hands it off to Harper going to the left. And he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage and brought down. And uh, that clock keeps on or moving. So we're down to inside 20 seconds. Do we get another playoff? Yeah, we will. Maybe two. 14 seconds. There's a snap, and they kill the clock. So now do you take a shot? Do you try and maybe get it to the end zone, or do you keep trying to work that sideline and get a little closer? you got 11 seconds left. you got maybe time, maybe, for two plays. Best-case scenario. We're going to try it. They are going to try a field goal. 11.5 seconds left. Ball will be teed up on the 30-yard line. They'll make it a 40-yard field goal attempt Come for on, the call. Aggies. This will give Fairview the lead if it's good. Snap, and it's mishandled. He takes the ball, rolls to his right, looks downfield, and it's complete. It's caught by Jake Harper, and he is going to be very close to the first down. It was a bad snap, and picked up. Wow. Passed it to Jake Harper for a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. And the clock keeps on rolling. Oh, they didn't get the playoff. They did not get the playoff. I thought that the clock would stop for the first down. It should have. But it did not. The, hold on, the refs are conferring. I don't know that I'd let my team leave leave right now and go to the locker room. The Aggies are starting to go to the locker room. Well, that's going to be the half, so... At the end of the first half, John Carroll leads 16-14. to 14. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back after these messages with the John Carroll Marching Band. When that-
Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field. We pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive. But have a great season and take care. God bless. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Welcome back to Friday Night Live here at Dafford Smith Stadium. And we are about to have the John Carroll Marching Band, which will then be followed by the Fairview Aggie Marching Band. So, we're waiting. They're starting to take the uh, field now. So now we're going to turn things over, Dad, to the John Carroll Marching Band.
just heard the sound of a John Carroll marching band. And, uh, Dad, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, what happened in the first half while Fairview's band comes on the field. You know, it start, things started Things started out, Dad. Uh, can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. a quick break. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to Dafford Smith Stadium and Friday Night Live. Let's talk a little bit about what we saw in the first half, Dad. Uh, let's start with penalties. Alright, I got the penalties listed uh you know you and i talked about we have to limit our penalties yes. especially pre-snap yes we did uh we had one false start one encroachment and another false start for a total of 15 yards one of those penalties it did give up a first down it did and that's three penalties in the first half we have probably i haven't kept good enough records to say this factually but just thinking about it, I would say we probably have been averaging like six, seven, maybe even eight penalties a half. We have. Because we have just been going wild, but it's kind of refined now. Well, the Aggie Marching Band is taking the field now. We're going to go over to the Fairview Marching Band.
that was the Fairview Aggie marching band. And, uh, you know, Dad, I got to say something that was really cool about that. While Fairview was doing their halftime show. And, uh, you know what, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and we'll talk about that after these messages on Friday Night Live. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, It's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Friday Night Live and Dafford Smith Stadium here in Fairview, Alabama. And, Dad, we just saw the Fairview Marching Band do their show. They did a great job like that. They always did. Do. They always do. You know, Chris, I can't figure out how they get that girl in there. You know, I, I don't know how they get no. her in there either. Um, but I will say this. Something that was so cool to me, while Fairview was down on, on the field doing their show for halftime, the John Carroll Band was on the near sideline sitting down on the track, cheering and clapping along. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to say this to the John Carroll Cavalier family. You know, you guys are showing that you've got a world of class. Absolutely. You've got a world of sportsmanship. And these are the kind of things you like seeing in high school football. Yeah. It's a hard-fought game. Fight hard. Fight, you know, hit people hard in between the whistle, but help them up. Show, the, show that class when you're not. They have done that as well, Chris. I've seen that tonight on a couple occasions. But, you know, it's hard to believe. I wish this guy, these guys were in our area. So I, I. I really do. Because oh, I'd, I'd love to play these guys every year. Yeah, not because I think we can go ahead and just beat the fire out of them, but because it's nice playing somewhere where you don't have to worry about fights over on the other side, you know, in the stands. Right. Uh, they definitely have showed and i talked to several of the people and some of them were coaches before the game when we were setting up just as nice as they could be oh yeah out of their way nice i'm talking right. about you know that's why i say it'd be nice if they were in our area but they're not so maybe we'll go ahead and get them next year in the playoffs well you know judging by this playoff game so far i don't know you know you might want to be careful what you wish for because these guys are playing some football. Oh, yeah. they and got some definite athletes on yeah. this team, and they, they play hard. They showed up to play. They have got a game plan in place. They're attacking our secondary on defense because they're not really getting anything going with the run. No. Well, you and I talked about that. We figured they would try and go ahead and uh, run the corners, and that got shut down, and we knew they would have trouble running the middle. So they've passed a whole lot, and passing is good, it's accurate, but it's not very effective until they start throwing long balls, and we're letting them get behind us. Right. And that is where they're kind of doing their bread and butter. Now, I'll give you the rest of the numbers for the half. Go ahead. 
All right, score is uh, 16-14. We know that, right? We had 15 yards of penalties for Fairview in the first half, three penalties, five yards apiece. They had 35 yards. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. They had six penalties. And but some one of them was were costly. Well, yeah, so one of them was declined, but they did have a rough in the punter there at uh, 747 in the second quarter. And that grand total was 15 yards on that, plus we got a first down out of it. Uh, all right, first downs, they had eight. We had, let's see, 13. Turnovers, we've had two, and they have had one. That so, right there has been part of the difference in the ball game. We spotted them basically nine points at the start of the game. At the very beginning, yeah. And, and that was, right now the score is 16-14. to 14. We gave them nine points at the start, and now we're in a war. Well, and it's kind of like you and I talked about. We expected it would either be a blowout one way or the other. Or it would be nip and tuck, and I'd say this has turned into a nip and tuck type battle. Well, Fairview's got to fight back in the second half, and John Carroll gets the ball after halftime. So we have to continue to limit our penalties. We have got to ease off on the turnovers. We can't give the ball away anymore. No. We need to start getting some takeaways. Uh, the kicker right now for John Carroll has the ball on the 26-yard line, meaning it's a 36-yarder. And uh, he made it with a good 15 yards to spare. Yeah. This kid should be kicking on Saturdays. Yeah, uh, next year or the year after, he probably will be. Yep. So the teams are back on the field now. We're getting ready to kick things off and end the 212 Insurance Group halftime show. What do you think John Carroll needs to do, Dad, in the second half if they want to win this ball game? Well, they've tried running out. They've tried running in. They haven't been real successful on either one. Most of what's got them, their yardage is passing plays. If they want to go ahead and continue, hope that we haven't come up with an answer for it and just keep throwing the ball. Well, I'll give you the keys for Fairview. Fairview... <coughs> It's going to have to pass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right now, John Carroll is stacking 10 in the box. Uh, they are blitzing on every single play. They're bringing the house. Yeah. And they're doing everything they can to shut down that run. Yeah. Just like you and I talked about. Now, where you blitz, there's always going to be holes in that defense if you can exploit them. we got a touchdown on one of them. Yeah. On that pass that Colt Redding threw back. So... What we're going to have to do is take advantage of what's being given. Yes. We're going to have to take advantage of these holes in the defense. We're going to have to take advantage of when they blitz, hitting a hot route in that vacant spot. Well, now Fairview comes out on the field. Well, that's going to do it for the 212 Insurance Group halftime show. And we're getting ready to start the second half. John Carroll is up 16-14 to over Fairview, and Fairview is prepared to kick it off. Colt McCoy gets the ball from the official. Puts it on the tee. They've changed something about their kick return team. There's not a big opening in the middle of the field anymore. No, they moved up the two of those back guys up into the middle. They did. And they're creeping forward now. Well, it's going to be a short pop-up kick. Fielded at the 25. 
Cuts to his right of the 30. Across the 35, gets stacked up, and he'll be brought down right there. It's going to be first down and 10 for the Cavaliers of the 35-yard line. Fairview needs a stop. That's what we need, guys. A turnover or a stop. A turnover or a stop. We've gotten turnovers. We haven't gotten any stops tonight. We haven't seen the punter for uh, for the John Carroll team yet. No. Carson McFadden, the senior, walks towards the sidelines. you got to watch when a quarterback does that because that could be a trick play. Yeah, and they have two or three guys that are capable of just sliding in on the move on the motion and getting a snap. They certainly do. Number 25, Nutter, lines up behind him. Snap, he hands it off. Doe's going to run it to his left. He trucks one of the guys on the outside, but he hangs on. That was McCleskey. He, Ashton McCleskey got hit hard by that quarterback who's bigger than he is, but he hung on to him and brought him down. Not before he picks up five. It'll be second down and five now for the Cavaliers. Ball spotted on the 40-yard line. McFadden waits for the snap. Two receivers to the near side. The Cavaliers going from left to right. They send a man in motion. He's got a running back beside him. He hands it off to him. He goes to the right. Gets by one, but he can't get by big Cal Foster. He tried to drive his feet. And just move that pile, and Foster said, no, I don't think so. That was sort of like a rodeo of it, you know, steer wrestling. It was. You just grab a whole jerk and flip. Well, he picks up four. It's going to be third down now. About two. And about, well, we'll say one. Third and short has to get to the 45. The ball is spotted on about the 44. McFadden is signaling his team. <coughs> He's going to line up in an empty backfield. Three receivers to the far side. Snaps it. He runs forward and doesn't get it. And he is blasted. Man, what a hit. Number 64, Cale Foster, shot through the A-gap and then shot through that quarterback. 78 hit him high, too. He did. Oh, Foster hit him low and 78 hit him high. Jacob Mayo, the sophomore, combined on that play. It's going to bring up fourth down and short. That was a good design play. It just, they had some big boys blocking it from being successful. They did. It's fourth and one. McFadden lines up. Nutter beside him. He's going to run it to his left. He's got the edge. He's got the first down across the 50. The flag, 45 flag. flag flies in. He's going to be up around, around the 40 uh, before he went out of bounds. And uh, another Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down yep. for the Cavaliers. I guess they waved it off. I don't know. I saw the flag come in, but I never saw a signal. I didn't either. Three receivers to the near sideline now. McFadden in the shotgun, Nutter beside him. Watch for a bubble screen on the near side. Big cushion to these receivers. I'd expect they take advantage. Shotgun snap, and he drops it. He rolls to his right. And he gets hit. Oh. He is brought down. Big sack by number 42. Blake Rickard on that sack. And that will be a loss down of about 14. Or about, man, they're giving him forward progress. That should be five yards behind that. It's still going to be second down at about 18. Loss of eight on that play. 
with a big sack by the linebacker. Boy, Rickard read that good, jumped it. Well, was that, on top of it before he knew what happened. That low snap set that up. McFadden takes the snap. He's going to roll to his right. He's got a man at the 40, complete. He catches it and immediately gets hit by Colt Redding and brought down. He's going to get up to, let's see where they spot it. I thought it was right at the 40. Whoa, look at that. penalty. It's going to be a holding call. And that will go against the Cavaliers. Is it illegal downfield? Oh, was it illegal downfield? Yeah, like it that. was. So that that's how many of those now? Three? Yeah. Because I think we declined one. Well, that moves it back even further. It makes it second down in about, oh, half a county or so. They're going to have to get the ball down to about the 32 for a first down across the 50. Right now it's spotted at the 45. Quarterback takes a snap. He holds it, rolls to his left. Being chased by Rickard. Gets away from him, rolls back to his right. Has a man complete at the 42. It is caught. He gets up to the 40, and then he slips. His knee goes down, and that is enough to whistle it dead. Austin Farner on the catch from McFadden. That's a big-time pickup. It's going to bring up third down and about seven. So second down, you picked up some, and you put yourself in a situation where maybe you can make them play. It is it is makeable, especially that quarterback. Uh He's very deceptive. I mean, he's quick. He's very quick, and he's very mobile. He can change directions. McFadden, the quarterback in the shotgun, takes a snap, looks downfield. Going deep. Going deep. He's got a man deep, and it's overthrown just a bit. He had two steps on the defender, and again, it was number six, Redmond. He has burned us multiple times tonight. Yeah, he sure has. And, uh... It's going to be fourth down and about seven. Who's that in coverage there, Chris, number three? Uh, Number three for us. Give me just a second, and I will look it up for you. Uh, Do not know. Okay. Are you sure it wasn't number two? I don't think it it was two. Because number three is Eli Frost. It may have been Isaac Elrod, number nine. Carson McFadden. I think it was Elrod because he had long hair. Trip to the far side. McFadden is going to be blitzed. Rolls to his right. Gets hit as he throws. Has a man wide open in the 10 and he dropped it. That was an easy touchdown. McFadden got absolutely hammered as he threw the ball. And the ball was dropped. We dodged a bullet on that one, Dad. That was two gifts we just got, Chris. Yes, sir, it was. On fourth and seven, the Aggies take over on downs. And I just said we need a defensive stop. Yeah. Guess what we just got? Well, it was a gift to us. It (laughs) certainly was. Because both of those receivers were wide open. Uh, The last guy had nobody within 10 yards. No, and both of them hit him in the hands and popped out. Colt Redding comes onto the field now. Two receivers to the far side. He's got Harper in the backfield with him. All 11 men in the box for John Carroll. That is true. Got one safety back on the other side. And uh, I'm not sure what's going on. We got whistles. And uh, and uh, one of the officials giving the raise the roof sign. I'm not sure what that means. 
Oh, uh, here we go. That's kind of going out of my dialogue, too. Yeah. I can't tell. Colt Redding takes a snap, hands it off. Harper bends it back to the right. He's across the 40, up to about the 45. Good run. Uh, good solid run for five yards, man, but that hole closed quick. It did. Got to give some props to the uh, Cavalier defense, Dad, for shutting down running lanes. Of course, they've got every defender in the box, so yeah. that might be why. That is true. It's going to be second down and five. Ball spotted on the 44. You know, Chris, if all of them are up like they are right now, they got one man back. That leaves them a little susceptible to a pass if we ever get one off. Harper takes the handoff, goes to his left. He is going to be drugged down from behind and uh, trying to get a number on the young man who made that tackle. Number eight for Cavaliers shaking up a little bit. He's, going to, he's playing linebacker, I believe, or safety one. But he's, he's yeah, hobbling. he's hobbling. He's it's not getting be, off uh, though. It's going to be third down and about four. I'll tell you what, I'd run right at him. That's Corn Wright, a junior. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Got two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Redding has Harper beside him. Blitz is coming. Takes a snap. Takes goes deep. He's got Goble. And oh, should have been a flag, and there it is. Yes. Goble almost caught it one-handed because he had the Cavalier defender hanging on his shoulder. That was an effort, buddy. It certainly was by number four, Jameson Goble. And uh, we're waiting on the signal. I am almost 100% sure we're about to see a pass interference, and there it is. Yep. That'll be enough for Josh Phillips' impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. 6-12 left in the third. Right now, the score, John Carroll 16, Fairview 14. Wow, that's 15, isn't it? Certainly is. It's going to move it up to the 40-yard line. Costly penalty. Yo, you talk about drive killers on offense. Well, when you're making these defensive penalties, it's drive extenders. It is. And we have a bunch formation in the near side. Reading him a shotgun. He hands it off to Harper, tries to run behind it, and gets immediately brought down. There's a crowd there. was all over him from the back side. They were. They had a bunch of folks on him. Maybe a pickup of one. They're saying he just got back to the line. Second and ten. Ball is at the 40. 550 left in the third. Fairview down by two. 16 to 14. Fairview looking to the sideline for the play. We're down to 15 on the play clock. Fairview going from right to left. Right in front of us on the near hash. Two receivers to the far side now. Reading him his shotgun. Harper beside him. Blitz coming. He's going to roll to his right. Fakes a handoff. Has Whoa. a man. Throws complete. That's Goble. He's dragging a defender. It's caught at about the 35. Gets up to about the 34. Pickup of about six. It brings up third down and four, maybe five yards. Excellent catch. He was running full speed. The, the pass was behind And him. it was behind him, and he reached back with one hand, grabbed it, and pulled it around. If you lead him on that play, he would have got a lot more. He, he probably gets a lot more. At least the first down. 15 now on the play clock. 4.54 left on the clock for the third quarter. Score 16 to 14. And uh, Fairview is killing some time on this clock, man. Yeah, and I, I agree. They are. Redding takes a snap. He hands it off to Harper. Goes up the middle. Nowhere to go. Cuts back to the left. He's got a seam. He's dragging the defender up to the 30. 
And uh, finally brought down by number one, Zach Archer, the senior. Not before another Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. <coughs> he needed six and he got seven, Dad. Yeah. That was a good run. A- excellent run. All right, he goes ahead, takes a snap, going to the right, throws pass, and it is caught. Down at about the, what is that, about the 15, Chris? Uh, no, it looks to be about the 23. That was Cade Yeager on the catch. Okay, yeah, you're Picked right. Picked up seven on first down. It's going to bring up second down and three now. Um, ball's going to be spotted on about the 22-yard line. And, uh, again, Fairview... Really taking their time. 17 left on the play clock. 3.49 left in the third. Colt Redding in the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side. He's going to hand it off to Harper. He goes to the right. Has a bit of a hole, but a flag comes in. If it's good, if the flag is against John Carroll, it'll be a first down. But I don't think it will be. Waiting on the signal now. Holding. And it's going to be a holding oh, against it. Fairview. That hurts. Wipes out a first down that would have got us down inside the red zone. Now it's going to back things up a little bit. What was that, 10, Chris? 10 yeah, yards. it was about a 10-yard run that it wiped out. So that's going to be second down now and about 14. Ball is going to be spotted on about 32. We have some personnel changes coming in. Jay Stevens comes in at running back, and uh, Harper comes off. Three receivers to the near side. Second and 14, blitz coming. They get through unscathed. He tries to get it to Jay Stevens, and it is incomplete. Again, that's the second time we've set up that screen to the near side, Dad. Neither time have we been able to get the ball to our running back because the the key to a screen is you got to at least make the defensive line pause. Yeah, you got to sell it and make them think that you're blocking. Well, that didn't work either time because they were right in the quarterback's face. They certainly were. It's going to be third down and fourteen now. Three receivers to the near side. Colt Reddings out there. He's got Stevens in the backfield with him. There's the snap. He drops back. Looks downfield. Has a man and just cannot connect. Gannon Black tried to bring it in. Couldn't quite get there. It's going to be fourth down and 14 after that incompletion. And now what do you do? I mean, you Mm. can try and pin them deep, but... Odds are it's going to come out to the 20, and you're only going to pick up about six yards on it. Well, you know, field goal kind of out of the question. Down to 10 on the play clock. Fairview runs back out on the field. They're going for it. They are going for it. Three seconds. There's the snap. Redding rolls to his left. Looks downfield, and he gets the pass off. Cannot quite connect. And, man... Redding took a big hit. One of the defenders for John Carroll got absolutely hammered by, by twenty-six number, by number seventy, Andrew Latham. Uh, Latham upended him and then helped him back up. Yeah, he was kind of 
rolling around on the ground there. He's, he, I, I don't pain. think he was feeling too good. No. Uh, because that was a shot. Latham put his face mask right about on the guy's thigh pad. And I can tell you, that's that hurt. That don't feel good. So on fourth down, Fairview turns the ball over on downs. Now this dangerous Cavalier offense comes on the field. And they have it first and 10 of the 31. McFadden in the shotgun, hands it off to Nutter. Nutter goes off the left gap. Nothing. And nothing. Uh, they're saying he picked up a yard. I didn't think he got that. I thought he just got back to the line of scrimmage. Ashton McCleskey in on the tackle along with several of his friends. It's going to be second down about eight now. They're saying he got up to the 33. McFadden, senior quarterback, is extremely dangerous. He's got three receivers to the near side. Watch out for number six. They like to run fades with him. Yeah. Nutter in the backfield. He's going to hand it off to Nutter. No, he's going to roll to his right. Has a man in and out of his hands. And he heard the footsteps coming. He's hurt, He's too. still hurt. He's down. He's down on the field. He got hit right in the in the back, about rib high. Yeah, Colt Redding the ball hit got him. It was perfectly timed by Redding. He got there just as the ball got there. And uh, that young man got up. He is shaking, not stirred. And uh, several of the Aggies helped him up yeah. and leaned down and checked on him. And Cale Foster's kind of walking him to the hash, making sure he's okay. So that incompletion brings up third down and eight now. 2.30 left in the third quarter. The score 16-14. Currently, John Carroll leads. Did you see that bird? Uh-uh. Yeah. I didn't. He come flying through. Just checking things out. Watching the game. Right. And the cowbells are in effect now. McFadden and the shotgun. Three receivers to the near side. He drives back under pressure. Looks to his left, rolls to his left, throws downfield. He's got a man, and it yeah. is deflected. What number a play. What a play. What number is that, Chris? Number nine, Isaac Elrod yep, on that buddy. play. Caught up with him, jumped and dove, and batted the ball away at the last possible second. The official gave him a fist bump and said, young man, good play. That was a good one. Saved probably a 40-yard reception. It's going to be fourth down and eight now. And will we see the punt unit for the first time for John Carroll? I don't think they can kick a field goal this part. And, I, uh, I don't know. They send a man in motion. He's deep. And it's the going kick. to be a punt. There's the kick. It's away. Nobody back deep. Bounces at the 25. Takes a big John Carroll bounce. Inside the 10. It rolls dead. It's going to be killed inside the five. Wow. What a kick. Flip the field for the Cavaliers. 2.08 left, Christopher. John Carroll's up 16 to 14, but we're not dead and buried yet. Not yet. 2.08 left in the third. We need to drive and we need to eat clock right here. Yeah, we have come so close. And we get down there and just come up just short. Now, I'm going to say this. What's that? We get past the Cavaliers. Whoever we play next week is going to get this game film. And we got some things we got to fix. True. Colt Redding in the shotgun. He's going to take it, hands it off to York. Goes off left guard. Big hole. There he goes. There, there he goes. goes. Across the 20, 30, the 40. It's a foot race. And he trips at the 50. He hurt. Oh, he 
I, he gets up limping, falls forward to the 45. <coughs> Boy, that's, that's a hamstring. A, yeah, it's about a 50-yard run there, Dad. He's limping off the field. Jay Stevens comes on. That will be another Josh Phillips impact mortgage first mm. down for the Aggies. Man, if no, I don't think anybody catches him. He had five yards on the nearest defender. Yeah, he did. First and ten from the 45. Stevens in the backfield with Redding. Redding hands it off to Stevens. He gets hit right at the line. He's going to maybe get to the line of scrimmage. Nothing more. We're down to a minute 30 left in the third quarter. And, yeah, this has been a barn burner. 16 to 14. 16 to 14. We said it would either be a runaway or it'd be a close game. Second down and 10. Redding has two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. Jay Stevens is in the backfield with him. Takes a snap, hands it to Stevens, goes to his left. Finds the edge, but, man, he gets run down from behind. Number 26. Great tackle by number 26. Sophomore, Tristan Rutledge. We have seen this young man make several plays. Yeah, he is quick and he is strong. Third down and nine. Harper back in the ball game. Here goes number eight off. Comes Jay Stevens comes off as well. Corin Wright, the uh, sophomore or the uh, junior for John Carroll, limped off. Redding takes a snap. He rolls to his right. Good protection. Looks deep. Has a man. And he goes up. He had it and couldn't bring it down. Man, that was close. Man, that was a pretty throw. He split the defenders who were deep in cover two. Splits the defenders. Puts the ball right where he wanted it. Where only his guy had a shot. But Steve, man. Zayden Cruz again. Zayden Cruz just couldn't bring it down. So Jamison Goble comes on to punt. 29 seconds left in the third quarter. And Goble lines up at his own 45. He can blast it. We got whistles and uh, waiting to see. Timeout taken by the Cavaliers. We're going to take one, too. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles, and because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call. Welcome back to Friday Night Live here at Dafford Smith Stadium. And uh, while we were at break, Jameson Goble kicked the ball away. It was fielded at the 15. Brought up to about the 25, and uh, the Cavaliers t- will take over there first and 10 
Uh, Goble is kicking quick. I've noticed that tonight. I think they saw something on film they didn't care for. And now we've got three men in the backfield next to the quarterback, McFadden. One of them shifts and lines up on the end now. Two men in the backfield. Low snap. McFadden's going to try and run it. Goes to his right. Nowhere to go. Cuts back to his left. And he's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of about a yard there, Dad. Be second down and 11. And uh, that was a low snap. That was a low snap that was mishandled. He dropped it, but he did pick it up and tried to make something out of nothing. Well, that's going to be the end of the third quarter. At the end of three, the score. John Carroll, 16. Fairview, 14. We'll be right back with these messages on Friday Night Live. Coleman Electric Cooperative's mission is to make life better in the communities we serve. That starts by providing reliable, affordable electricity, while our Sprout Fiber Internet service delivers blazing fast broadband internet to homes, schools, and businesses. Coleman Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of student-athletes, cheerleaders, and band members who work hard every day to make their families and community proud. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone. 256-735-4184. 256-735-4184. H&S Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. He's Welcome crap. back to Dafford Smith Stadium at Friday Night Live. Start of the fourth quarter. It's going to be second down and ten for the John Carroll Cavaliers. Ball at the 25. Big fat in his shotgun. Fakes a handoff. Quick bubble screen to the right. He's got a man. Gets away from the first guy. Gets away from the second defender. Forced out of bounds by the third. But I believe he's going to pick up a first down. If not, he's very close, Dad. Yeah, he... Uh... He kept breaking tackles he over did. there. He did. He was fighting. And that's what you want on the bubble screen. You just want your guy to break one tackle. And uh, I'd like to take a moment just to say hello to Kevin Beam again up in North Carolina. You know, we're glad Crazy Legs is listening to us on the FM. And uh, we hope everything's going great up there. One heck of a good musician. Oh, we got a penalty, Chris. Yeah, we, yeah, we have a penalty. It's going to be against Fairview. What was it? Uh, I believe that was a face mask. Okay. It's going to be a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down for the Cavaliers. That's going to move the ball up to about the 38-yard line. It's on the far hash. Nobody split out wide for John Carroll. Haven't seen this yet. McFadden lines up. He's got Nutter beside him in the backfield. And they send a man in motion. They're going to hand it off to him right in the A-gap. He goes to the right of center, maybe picks up a yard, and that's all that is there. And looked like uh, Jake Harper in on the tackle, number 14. Picks up about three. He's going to bring up second down (coughs) seven. 
11-25 left, still 16-14. to 14. Way of John Carroll. They've got the ball now about the 41-yard line of their own into the field. Quarterback takes a snap. He's going to run it himself to the right side. Tries to get to the sticks. He's up across the 45 to the 46, and he's going to be brought down. Brought down short of the first down. It's going to bring up third down and two. I think that was Kale Foster in on that. Big time hit by the senior. They run that play several times earlier in the game. Didn't go anywhere, and they're starting to get some yardage and mileage out of it now, Chris. Third and two now. McFadden is one heck of a quarterback. He's in the backfield by himself. Four receivers to the near side. He sends a man in motion. That's Nutter. He comes back to the backfield. Blitz is coming. He's going to run it himself off the right side. Nothing doing. Brought down. Maybe picks up a half yard. I don't think he got that. Weren't fooled that time. They no. play action. Give a fake to the, uh, Nutter coming down in front of him. Towards the left sideline. Big tackle made by number 42. That was Blake Rickard on the tackle again. We've called his name a lot. We have. We really have. So now McFadden is in the shotgun. And uh, trying to draw them off sides. Fourth and two. They try a freeze. Now they're going to run it. He runs to his right. He's got the first down across the 50. Lowers his shoulder and picks up five more yards up to the 45. It's going to be a first down for the Cavaliers. That's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for John Carroll. Man, I tell you what, that was a direct snap to the quarterback, and he put it in high gear right off the bat. He, sur- he sure did. He is quick for a guy his size. His acceleration is so good. Yeah. I mean, it reminds you of what you'd see in a wide receiver. Yeah. Three wide outs now to the near side including number six, who is very dangerous. Carson McFadden is in the shotgun. Nutter is beside him. He's going to hand it off to Nutter around the right side. He's got a hole across the 40. He's going to get up to about the 36. And uh, got some uh, calls for a holding, but no flags. He's going to pick up about nine at a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down. going to be first and 10. Ball spotted on the 35 now. McFadden shifts his men around. The Cavalier offense going from right to left. He's got three men to the near side. 10 seconds on the play clock. I believe we're fixing to see a timeout down to five seconds. And uh, sends a man in motion. Hands it off on a jet sweep. Around the left side. And uh, he gets by one. Bad tackling. He's across the 20, down to the 10, the 5, touchdown, Cavaliers. They had him at the line of scrimmage, and they let him go. That was a run of 40 yards on a jet sweep that should have picked up nothing, Dad. No, it should have been stopped at the line of scrimmage. It, uh... Oh, that's regrettable. That certainly is. So with 8.26 in the ballgame now, they extend the lead out to 22-14. to 14. Who carried that anyway, Nutter? Uh, no, that was number one, Zach Archer. He lined up in the, and uh, ran a jet sweep. There's the kick, and it is blocked. Blocked by the Aggies. 
So now, this is interesting. It is an eight-point ball game. Still a one-possession score or one-possession game for the Aggies. So now they're going to line up to kick it off, Dad. And, uh, man, how would you describe the tackling on that last play? Ah, there's a whole lot of reaching. We had about four or five people that reached and got a hold of him, but nobody was hitting him. It, it's kind of like when you're coaching peewees and you got a kids, you know, getting their pursuit angles right, but then right. they run up and stop and grab a hold of him, and that's what it was like. Nobody lowered the hammer on him. Well, they grabbed a hold of him. They spun him around. Twice. Twice, and I expect, I've, I'm guessing they thought they were going to get a whistle, and he... Apparently nobody told the guy carrying the ball. Yeah. Because he kept digging his feet and, and ended got up away. getting a touchdown out of it. 826 left in the ball game. Uh eight twenty-six left in one of these teams season. Somebody tomorrow will not be coming into practice. And uh they may be coming in to turn pads and helmets in. Right. And that's a bad feeling. I imagine it is, it, yeah. It, it is. Ball is teed up on the 40. I imagine we're fixing to see this thing kick to the back of the end zone again. Yeah. Uh, Robo leg is getting ready to kick off. We've got two deep. And there is the kick. Wow. Oh, goodness. Good Lord. That landed at the back of the end zone. Somebody signed this young man to a letter of intent. I know Will Reichert's been at Alabama since Shula was a coach. Sooner or later, he's got to graduate. We might could use this kid. Boy, he's got the SEC record for, for kicking, points well, I, for kicking. I guess he should. He's been playing for like 13 years. Yeah. So he's had a longer career than most NFL guys. Score is 22-14 to 14 now in the ball game. Redding takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Harper. Goes to the right. He's across the 25. Got a seam across the 40. Across the 50. And did he step out of bounds? I believe he did. He did. He stepped out of bounds. They're saying at about the 39. Oh, man. Man, that was nearly a touchdown. So still a big pickup. It's a 19-yard gain, and it's a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. You know, Chris, one good thing is we're 8-0-9 left in the fourth, but we're still just one score away. We are. Redding sends a man in motion. He's going to hand it off to him. Let's go on the jet sweep around the right side. He's across the 40, dives forward up to the 45 as he's knocked out of bounds. Pickup of about six. It's going to bring up second down and four for the Aggies. And I think we're starting to see the offensive line wearing on this defense a little bit. I think you're right. Number eight is back in there. Uh, Corin Wright. He's, yeah, he's, he's gone winning. out two different times. Yeah. He's playing Red- linebacker. Redding takes a snap, hands it off up the middle to Harper, he picks up a yard and then gets chopped down. That was number zero, Aubrey Walker with a big defensive play. He's going to bring up third down and about three yards to go. 7.40 left in the ball game. The score is 22-14. John Carroll has the lead, but Fairview is driving. Third and two, just shy of midfield at the 47-yard line. 13 left on the play clock. And they're looking uh, for the play call under 10 now. They hustle to the line of scrimmage. Reading of a shotgun, snaps it quick, hands it off to the right. That's Harper, lowers his shoulder, drives the pile. 
He's going to be very close to the 50. I'm pretty sure he's got it, Dad. It looks like it, Chris. That second effort, I think, is what's going to pick it up. Yeah, the coach down here has got it marked almost on the uh, yard line. That's the signal. First down. So Josh Phillips, impact mortgage. First down for the Aggies. First and 10 now, just shy. Well, actually, it's not just shy. It's on the 50-yard line. Colt Redding looks to the sideline. Harper is beside him in the backfield. Goble lines up with Cruz to the far side. There's shotgun snap. Blitz. Redding is under pressure. Going He's deep. going deep. He's got KJ. Oh. He lays out and dives. Can't get it. Just overthrown. Not a bad pass there by Redding. He took the hit, stayed in, but we got a flag on the field. I think we got a lineman downfield, Dad. Uh, yeah, I saw number one of our linemen there. Ooh, personal foul. Personal foul. That stings. You don't need that with 6.46 left in the ballgame. Maybe in your season, you're down by eight points to a team that is fighting like crazy. It's going to bring up second down and 25. So now we've got some uh, personnel changes coming in for the Aggies. Number seven comes onto the field. That's Colton Jennings. <coughs> he lines up at a wide receiver. From the famed Jennings farm. Right. Oh, Mama Jennings. Hope you're still listening to us. Here's Colt Redding in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to Harper. Cuts Tries it back. to go to his left. Cuts back to his right. Cuts back to his left. There's just nowhere to run. No. Picks up maybe a yard. He's going to bring up third and 24. Now... Realistically, for this, you don't need to give them back the ball if you can help it at all. No. Okay? No, but it's a long way to get a first down. You need to try and pick up about 12 on this play. And, you know, Chris, we're not being able to run that corner. No. We just can't. That's two times in a row we've tried and not done well, much. We got whistles. I think we got a timeout. Timeout, Fairview. We're going to take one as well. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer, hanging out with my partner in crime, Joseph Greer, and here at Daffer Smith. Dad, we got 605 left in the ball game. Fairview right now down 22 to 14. It's third and 24. Harper in the backfield. Lined up beside Redding. Three receivers to the near side. 17 on the play clock. Changing the play. Now they get get a shift in. 
Redding takes the snap. They send a man in motion. There it is. He's going to hand it off to double reverse. Double reverse. It's going to be, oh, oh, man, he is brought down by his net, by the defender. It was supposed to be a double reverse pass. Uh, Cade Yeager had no time, none at all. Ball hit his hands, and that man's hand hit, hit his neck. And he dropped about eight yards on that. Yeah. It's going to bring up fourth down and about 40. Yeah. So I imagine we're going to kick it away right here. Well, James we're going to try. Gobo lines up in the uh, kicking formation. Receiver on the 45. It is a bad low kick. It's going to go off the side of his foot, and it's going to go out of bounds on our side of the 50. They're going to say it about 39. the 39-yard line. Man. That, that was about a 15-yard net. Yeah. Yeah, and... I think I think we're trying for a quick kick on our punts because he's taking one step and, and hitting it low. Well, he had no pressure that time. He could have took a lot of steps. It wasn't because they were, you know, pressuring him, but it just went off the side of his foot. John Carroll comes out on offense. McFadden lines up in the shotgun. He's got a receiver on either side. He's going to roll to his right. He has a man open, and it is caught up at about the 30-yard line going to be very close to the sticks depends on where it's marked number six ryan redmond on the catch i believe that was colt redding on the uh, tackle flag on the play it's going to be waiting on the call and it's going to be another offensive lineman downfield so what is that, three or four of those we've seen tonight? That's going to uh, negate a big play and drop it back to the 45-yard line. That's three line. for them. Yeah, it's going to make forty. It's going to make it first down, 15 to go. 5-10 left in the ball game. Right now, John Carroll leads 22-14. to 14. They hustle to the line of scrimmage. McFadden in the shotgun. Low snap, picks it up, runs to the right. It's got about three yards and then hit by a giant purple wave and buried underneath the defense, Dad. He picks up three. It's going to bring up second and 12 now. Clock inside the five-minute mark. We need a stop right here. John Carroll wants to keep that clock running. Yeah, they do. They, they pick it up on the ground. You know, if they get a first down, they can really put a hurting on us clockwise. Well, not only that, but they're milking the play clock for all it's worth, too. We're under 10 seconds to go on the play clock. 4.22 left on the game clock. McFadden comes to the line. Got two two guys behind him. He's going to hand it off. No, he's going to run it to his right. He's got a bit of a hole. He's up to about the 35, up to the 34. Then he's going to be brought down by the Aggie defender. I could not... I think it was Harper in on that tackle. It's going to be third down and a long four yards. Watch for the freeze here. They've run it successfully once already. If I am Fairview, it's third down and four, 3.45 left. Watch the deep pass to number six, Ryan Redmond. He's lined up to the far side. McFadden in the shotgun by himself. He takes a snap. He's going to run it to the right. He's got blockers. He's got going to lower down. his shoulder. Gets across the 30. 
and still driving his feet. He's going to get it up to about the 27-yard line, and that will be enough for Josh Phillips' impact mortgage. First down for the Cavaliers. Time's a wasting. 323 now. Keeps on ticking. Yeah. 320 left on the clock. John Carroll has an eight-point lead. But now they're looking to make it a two-score game. you got to think they're pretty close to their kicker's field goal range. Oh, yeah, I would say they definitely are from what he looked like he could have hit in practice. McFadden shifts his men. Now there's an overload to the right, five receivers. He's got Nutter beside him in the backfield. He's going to take it, run it to the right. Cut it up. Cut it up the gap and nowhere to go. Man, he got maybe two yards on that. And then he got buried. Number 64, Kale Foster on the tackle, Dad. 242, Chris, 242. We're quick running out of time for our season. We are. We've got two timeouts left. And uh, you've got to wonder, when do you use one? If you get a stop here, maybe. McFadden shifts his men around. Four receivers to the right now. Second down, eight yards to go. Shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Nutter to the left. And he's got the edge to the 20. He can't get away from Jay Stevens, though. Stevens rides him out of bounds at the 15-yard line, not before picking up another Josh Phillips impact mortgage perched down for the Cavaliers. Well, the clock quit running. It's 2.03. Now we're going to have to start working on trying to strip the ball or getting a turnover because I don't know that we can get the ball back before they run the clock out. Well, Not unless we start using our timeouts pretty quick. You know, we talked about points of the game that they're going to have to do to win. One of them was establishing a run, and they're starting to do that in the second half. Yeah, they have definitely done that. McFadden takes a snap, rolls to his right, and there was a tackle on the edge. Man, they pulled the guard, and he tackled our defensive end. There is no flag on the play. McFadden runs it up past the 10 to about the five-yard line. You know, Chris. And hold on. Hold the phones. There have been several no calls over there on that side. And uh, Redding is screaming at the uh, official for missing that call. It's going to be second and four. Timeout taken by the Cavaliers. We'll take one, two. We'll be right back. A minute 45 left. You're listening to Friday Night Live. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. It is a minute 45 left in the ballgame. Right now, John Carroll is driving down inside the 10-yard line. They lead 22-14. to The quarterback, Carson McFadden, has had a heck of a ballgame. 
And uh, he has number eight, Corin Wright, beside him in the backfield. Second and four. He's going to run it off the right side. He's in. He's got the edge. There's a flag. It's going to be a touchdown, but I think it's coming back. I believe it's going to be a hold. They are basically mugging our defensive ends. And yep. there it is, holding call against John Carroll. That's going to take that touchdown off the board, Dad. Yeah. Minute 39 left in the ball game now. It's going to back the ball up now. It's going to be second down and about 14 yards, 13 yards to go. Ball's going to be spotted at about the 16-yard line. Minute 39 left in the ball game. We need a turnover. We need one bad. Badly. McFadden lines up in the shotgun. He's got nobody back there with him. Now he shifts. He's got one running back beside him. That's Nutter. Nutter has not had much to do this tonight. He's been shut down. McFadden has not. He takes a snap, runs to his left, tries to get to the edge. He gets it, gets up to the 14, and then forced out of bounds. That was Ashton McCleskey on the tackle. And uh, what was the hold? I didn't see it. Uh, looks like a penalty against the Cavaliers. Yeah, but I didn't see what it was. I think it was a holding call. It's starting to be a light, misty rain now. Sure is. Starting to come down. we got a minute 32 left in the ball game. That's going to back up the Cavalier offense. It's going to make it now second down and about 30 yards to go. The ball is backed up to the 30. Make that second and 24. They can get a first down if they get up to about the five. McFadden is in the shotgun. A minute 30 left in the ball game. He's got three receivers to the near side. Blitz is coming for Fairview. Sends a man in motion. There's a snap. He's going to run it to the right. He's got got the edge. He's going to pick up about seven, maybe eight. He's going to bring up third down at about, uh, we'll call it 15. It's going to be a timeout taken by the Aggie defense. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer. Joined by my partner in crime, Joseph Greer. A minute 25 left, and this play right here might be ball game, Dad. Third down, 15 to go. They get a first down, it's over. McFadden lines up 
In the shotgun, sends a man in motion wide to the left. He's And we got whistles and flags. I think there was a man, I think that motion man came forward. And if he did, he did. That's he, he ran an arc. He didn't run straight parallel to the line of scrimmage. He ran an arc from over at that side around, sort of an oval. Well, let's see what they call. It's going to be an illegal shift. You called it right, Dad. That's going to go against the Cavaliers. That's going to back them up even more now. So now what you need is a stop. Man, I thought we was playing in uh, Canada there for a minute, Chris. Yeah, I know. The uh, wide receiver came from the far side, and he was deep in the backfield. And I believe it was supposed to be a quick bubble screen to him. The quarterback held it a bit too long and yeah. curved it forward. It's going to be third down now, 21 yards to go. Ball's going to be spotted on the 25-yard line. Minute 24 left. They send him in motion again. They're going to call an RPO. Big Fadden takes it, runs to the left. Gets away from a defender. Gets away from another. Goes back to the right. Oh, oh and he is brought down. Brought down. Bugged. Spun down on the sideline. Clock keeps ticking. He's going to lose about three yards. It's going to be fourth down and 25. But the clock is ticking. And uh, did the ref signal for the clock to stop? No, he did not. We're at 54 seconds. I don't know if he went out of bounds. I thought he did. Now they're going to stop the clock. 48 seconds. And uh, and uh, if you can't hear this, the crowd is getting out the pitchforks and torches and getting ready to go after the guy running the clock. The officials are conferring. It was at about a minute 15, minute 20 when it started. And uh, they ran a good 15, 20 seconds off. Let's see. So the officials are talking. I think they're going to put some time back on. Well, I thought they were. There we go. It's back up to a minute 12 now. All right. So minute 12 left. Fourth down and 24. The John Carroll, the John Carroll fans are booing over on their side. The uh, Fairview fans are cheering. The guy who runs the clock is saying, "Maybe I'll live to see tomorrow." Yeah, it's not a good spot to be in. Guys. No, I run clock in basketball. I've been there. You know, been the one that they were getting the pitchforks and the torches out. Yeah, that's when they threw popcorn at you. Yeah, wasn't they it? threw popcorn. At yeah, you. abused you with popcorn. They did. They did. Minute 12 left. We just call you right now. We just call you Popeye from now on. <laughs> yeah. My brother just chimed in and said, thank God you ain't running the clock. <laughs> You're 100% right. Now, if Crazy Legs was running the clock, it'd be interesting, but he's all the way up in the Carolinas. Fourth down and 24 left, and uh, the officials are still conferring right now. I don't know what we're talking about now, Chris. Well, he's over there talking to the John Carroll coach on the sideline. John Carroll coach is pointing emphatically at the uh, clock while the official, I can read lips, the official is talking about candy bars. I think he's talking about Twix bars. That is really insightful when he's 40 yards away from you. Well, you know, it's a gift. With his back turned. It's a gift. 
A minute 12 left in the ballgame, maybe in the Aggie season. This is 4th and 24. We get a stop here. We got life. So, we got some personnel uh, mix-ups for John Carroll. And they're going to have to call a timeout, I believe. I think they are. Otherwise, they would have got hit with a penalty. And, uh, again, we're having a conference with the officials. Uh. All right. I'm reading the lips now of the white hat. He's telling... He's telling the side judge that he needs a hug. Okay? Side judge is pointing towards the back judge, and he's saying he'll hug you. You know what I think? Not me. I think they're saying, no, I'd rather have Taco Bell instead of, you know, McDonald's tonight on the way home. And the line judge just said, no, Taco Bell gives me gas. Yeah. We're going to Denny's. Okay, so, we're, we're pointing again. We're pointing again. That's a bad sign. Yeah, I'm not really sure what we're pointing Oh, we started the clock. Started the clock. Well, that starts the play clock, too. Yeah, John Carroll was looking around. Yeah. 15 seconds on the play clock. Minute on the game clock now. They're going to take a penalty, I bet you. I think they are. They're going to take a delay a game and run it all the way down. And it's down to 50 seconds now. Wow. Two on the uh, play clock. And zero on the play clock. It's still the game clock is going. The play clock has been at zero now for five seconds and we're still not getting anything the game clock is still running down to 32 seconds left should have been stopped with 50 you know christopher i try to be fair and i try not to be real critical but this is the worst officiating crew i have seen and we've seen some dandies this year we certainly have I mean, good gosh, you let the thing run all the way down. You just took 20 seconds off. Yeah, it took 20 seconds. It just stood there. Yeah. The play clock's at zero. When you start the clock, it starts the game clock, but it also starts the play clock. Yeah. And the play clock was at zero for a good 20 seconds. Play clock hit zero at the 50-second mark. It's down to 30 seconds now. The play clock hit zero at 50. 50 seconds was when he hit zero. The officials are having a conference now. All right, I'm reading the lips of the head official. As much stuff as this happened up here, I don't know if they know a penalty they can call. Right. Because they obviously don't know how to run a clock, and they don't know what the requirements are well, for a play clock, and they don't know what to do when they mess up. Hold on. The uh, the lead official is saying, I'm not sure how to run the clock. Yeah. Okay, I just read his lips. I know they got an official upstairs in the press box who's in charge of the clock. And uh, we're waiting to see what the... Uh, that should have been a delay of game. Oh, yeah. Back him up another five yards, and then we're looking at a punt. What is this now? So delay of game is called against them. We're going to wait and see if they add any time to the clock. No, he's turning around, walking away. That's 20 seconds. I'll bet you a dollar he's not. And uh, still no movement to put time back on the clock. And uh, now the lead official is spinning around. Uh, He looks like Biden when he gets off of Air Force One and he's not sure where to go. 
Well, they're going to start it with 32 seconds. They put a whole two seconds on the clock. Wow. Are they generous or what? They certainly are. Fourth in a country mile. Which one's the school in Lawrence snap. County? 20. There's a kick. 22 it's seconds angle out of bounds. It's going to go out of bounds at about the 15. That runs another five seconds off the clock. At least they stopped at that time. Uh, we're going to get the ball back with 26 seconds left. And we're going to be about eh, 75 yards away. No. Well, let's see. We got no timeouts. Uh, according to this, we got one. Well, maybe one. Uh, that's not positive. Yeah. Colt, Colt rating on the field. Three receivers to the near side. Only one defender, though. Now there's a second defender. Man, do a pitch and catch to this near side. No, they got an official back there. They're using him for a defender because he's on their side. Rating rolls to his right. Ooh. Throws downfield. Dangerous pass in and out of the defender's hands. Almost picked off. 21 seconds left in the season for the Aggies if they don't score. I mean, this was this has been ridiculous. This is not the first time this has happened. No, this is about the third time in the fourth quarter it's happened in a playoff game under a (coughs) minute. That's not what you want to have happen. Well, like I said, they're from another adjoining county, apparently. Ready in the shotgun, Harper beside him. Three men to the near side. Looks downfield, rolls to his right. It's batted up in the air and it's picked off. Picked off. He was trying to get it to Jaeger, and it gets batted up in the air, and that's going to do it, folks. 13 seconds left in the ball game. John Carroll takes possession. The score, 22-14. to 14. And I expect we're going to see a victory formation here. And, oh, man, what a way, what a way to end the year. Intercepted at the 29-yard line. John Carroll takes over there. McFadden lines up in the shotgun. Nutter is back deep behind him. We're fixing to see a victory formation. There's the snap. He steps forward and he takes the knee. And that is the ball game, folks. Clock ticks down. Seven, six, five. You know what? It was a successful season. They won nine nine football games. Yep. They just came up a little bit short. Yep. And, uh, man, my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to them. That is such a heart feeling. Well, yeah. I hate it. It's been, You're right. It has been a successful season. But, you know, Christopher, uh, I sound like somebody who's just a kind of complainer, but I really do wish we could get a score or score crew of officials that knew what the rules were and well, equally applied them because you know this is about the third game that they have botched up really bad right. unfortunately this one cost us because we lost well we're going to take a quick break we'll be back here with the 212 insurance group post game show final score here from Dafford Smith Stadium John Carroll Cavaliers win 22 to 14 and the Fairview Aggie 2023 season comes to an end. We'll be back to break it down. You're listening to Friday Night Live. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. 
Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber-optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors, we're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor, you're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust and there's never any bs at ms that's right adam aker and the mitch smith chevrolet team are changing the game i live and breathe coleman just like you so when you step into our showroom you're not just another customer you're family together we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget remember adam aker mitch smith chevrolet what's not to love if you mention you heard adam aker on the radio he'll get you 250 dollars off your next auto purchase adam aker at mitch smith chevrolet Welcome back to Dafford Smith Stadium for Friday Night Live, the last one of this football season from Dafford Smith. Fairview goes down 22-14 to to a very classy, very tough John Carroll Cavalier football team. Dad, what jumped out to you in the second half that really cost the game? Uh, you know, we could not run the ball. No. And we really couldn't pass the ball. We would get a pass every once in a while. There was a completion. But for the most part, we didn't connect. Uh, give it credit to John, John Campbell, or the Cavaliers. Yeah. Because they defended us well. They had a couple of picks. They did the best they could. We did the best we could. And unfortunately, they were the ones that come out on top tonight. What? But I do want to say a few things, Christopher. We have a lot of young guys on this team. We've got some seniors that we'll be saying goodbye to. Right. But there are a lot of young guys that are coming up and are starting to already play a key role, sophomores, juniors. You know, they're going to be our seniors next year. You know, for, by all rights, this should be a rebuilding year. Well, yeah, it should be. But we won nine football games. Well, it's pretty good if you can rebuild and still come out with nine wins and make the playoffs. Exactly. You know, uh, most people would consider that to be a success. I would consider it to be a success if I coached a team like that, but I sure, I'm sure Coach Redding and some of the others doesn't consider it that way. 
And I wish it had come out on the other side, but you know what they say about wishing. You know, one side gets rear way, another side doesn't. Right. So, you know, I'm proud of the Aggies. I'm proud of the fans. I'm proud of the band members, the cheerleaders, and the players. Everyone associated with this organization. Yeah. They have been nothing but kind and courteous and classy to me, and I appreciate it. I'm an outsider. I'm not from here. But, you know, when you kind of get exposed to Aggie football, you become uh, addicted. Yes. No, and you want to see more and more and more of it. And like I've said in the past, sometimes I come out here and go shopping. Sometimes I come out here and eat. You and I got here early and eating pizza done right tonight, you know. Right. So, I mean, it's a good community. It's a good school. It's a and, great community. And, you know, I'm just, I'm sad for them because this is the end well, this year. But next year's another year. You know, and... Hey, Kalia. Thank you for the hug, Kalia. We need it after that game. Yeah. I know. Um, you know, God willing and the river doesn't rise, we'll be back next year. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting up there, Chris. I can't prob- promise that between now and then. It's kind of like you don't make plans to go on summer vacation because you may not be here in the summer. Right, right. You know, I hope I'm back. I hope. I enjoy it so much. You know, I'll tell you something real quick and we'll wrap up. When I have a bad day and I know I have to call a football game, even though I know i got to call a football game, yes, ma'am. I, uh, I go ahead and get ready and come out here and stuff, and I go home and my bad day is turned to a good day. Right. You know, irregardless. It just is such an uplifting experience for me because once you become involved in Fairview football and become part of Fairview family, you look at things differently. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I like the Braves. I like Alabama football. But it's kind of different out here. It's not on the scale for scale that those places are. Fandom is. Well, but you, it's, you it's like really addictive. You like Alabama football, but you belong to the Fairview well, and it just—it seems like that purple and gold gets in your blood. Yeah, and I can't say enough about this school, or about this community, or the fans. No, or the families. people here. Yeah, you know, it's just—it's a great experience for me. I consider it to be a privilege and an honor to come out here, and I hope I don't make too many people mad because I get excited like there at the very end when I said these are the worst officials that we've had this year. I don't know. We've had a couple of pretty bad crews. We have. We have. So, you know, it's sort of like, you know. Well, I'm, I'm going to use an old term <clears throat> one of my football coaches gave. You let them hang around and hang yep. around yep. and hang around, pretty soon you won't be around. No. Hey, yeah. That's right. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly what happened tonight. You know, we corrected our penalty problem, though. We did. We only had seven penalties. Seven penalties, that's really good for us. Right. You know, they had, uh, what, 16? Something like that. Yeah. So now. We had less than 100 yards. We had 50 yards. What we have to do is we have to start getting ready for next year. Yeah. And like I said, Live 95 will be here, God willing, so will we. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened to us this season. To everyone who's listened to Live 95 as we do Friday Night Live, and uh, you've made all of this possible. Uh, To the fans who listen, we want to say thank you and have a happy holiday season, and we'll be back next year.
Go Aggies. Go Aggies. Final from Dafford Smith, 22 to 16. Fairview 14. Se- 14th Fairview season comes to an end. You've been listening to Friday Night Live. Christopher Greer and Joseph Greer, we bid you good night. God bless you. Good night.